podcast is intended for mature audiences. The views and opinions expressed are those of the panelists and do not reflect in any way those of the podcast partners, sponsors, or affiliates. Enjoy. Hi, this is Michael Buffer, and you're listening to the voice of the people. Let's get ready for Boxing Voice. Every day I'm hustling, 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 hustling. Every day I'm hustling, 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 every day I'm hustling. We have new video from a crash that set Walter Weight Boxing Champion Errol Spence Jr. to the intensive care unit. The crash ejected the boxer, but miraculously, he is expected to be okay. TheBoxingVoice.com It's been a miracle, and I'm a blessing from God that, you know, I haven't had anything serious that would have had me out for a year or two, or just would have been, you know, ended my career. That none of them guys wished that I wasn't back so fast, but I am back, and I want to fight the top names in the division. I have to ask you about your eye. We were all worried about you, but you had to pull out of the man and tap you outside. I wanted to fight, so, I mean, but you could have gone blunt. Yeah, one eye. I got another eye. You know, I've been getting a second chance at life, and I've been getting a third chance at boxing. Nobody's worth Terrence Crawford. You know, there's big fish on this side, too, that, you know, I got to fry. Like I said, I'm going to get these belts over here, then I'm going to come take Terrence Crawford belt because I said I'm going to be on this music welterweight champion of the world. He is the fighting pride of Omaha, Nebraska. He's good at what he do. Hey, Dad. Taking you know any credit away from Arrow, he's a great fighter. He's good at what he do. But when you compare him to Terrence Crawford, there's no comparison. It's a dollar beat. Oh, it's Sit back and watch this. I promise you something. I promise you something. Look at all that shit you talking. All that shit you talking don't mean nothing. Don't mean nothing. I can I can pull my guns at you. You can pull your guns at me. But at the end of the day, them two bucks got to get in the ring. Hey, Dad, that's a We've been here before. You try to get there. Alright? I can tell you how it is to be undisputed. You can't tell me shit. This is dollar. Hey daddy. Y'all support y'all fighter. Let's come together. Make this event a success. Boxingwoods.com. Everything about Terrence Crawford is better than Earl Smith Jr. Boxingwoods.com. Boxingwiz.com. Boxingwiz.com. Are you ready? Hey, 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 daddy. Boxingwiz.com. Oh, my God. 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 Oh, my God.
What up, what up, what up, what up? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another edition of the Boxing Voice Radio. I am your host, Nesta Gibbs, joined alongside Ringwalk Danny. We're here to discuss the trainer of the year curse. Shout out to Antonio Tarva for giving us the great content, man. Um, he really is going in on Derek James um, and the preparation for or the lack of preparation for this fight with Earl Spence and Terrence Crawford. Um, he had some very choice words. We're going to screen share that audio. Shout out to Radio Raheem for conducting the interview that I didn't even have to get from his YouTube channel. That's how viral this clip is going. It's all over Instagram. People are reposting it. And uh, in the comment section, man, I found one of my own telling Tarver to shut up. That he ain't did nothing in his career besides beat Roy. And I said, Lord, have mercy. We live in a world where, like, people are just dumbasses. Like, how could a man beat Roy Jones and that's nothing? Just because he's talking shit about your favorite fighter's trainer. Jesus Christ, my man, like, literally beat Roy. And, by the way, didn't he fucking beat the, 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 the road warrior, Glenn Johnson? Like, come on, bro. Antonio Tarver's, like, legend, bro. He's, like, old school, bro. He came up the hard way. My man was on coke and everything, bro. Like, bro, he was on Rocky. He's, like, he's, he's... Like, he was one of the best commentators alive. They took him off because he popped positive trying to come back. Like, he is, like, what he's saying in this video, whether you believe it or not, like, that's his job. He was the first Paulie Malignaggi, you know what I'm saying? He was, he was, he was doing his thing back when, 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 when Roy was doing his thing on HBO. So it's like, bro, let's not discredit a man just because he's saying something that's not favorable to your favorite fighter. Like, dude's a legend. I ain't saying he's the greatest in the world, but what he did, then came back and did it again, then had the iconic words. How can you fuckers forget any excuses tonight, bro? Hey, 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 none of that shit. Like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? Y'all disrespect anybody for anybody. Oh, you showing me his record. I mean, yeah, bro, he been in there with everybody. I knew he beat Glenn Johnson. Come on, man. He lost to bad Chad Dawson, who war beat. Like, if you break someone's resume down, you just breaking your favorite fa fighter's resume down. You take credit away from Tarver, you taking credit away from Ward. Like, you guys are trippy out here, man. My man beat Montel Griffin. Like, stop playing with him, man. Y'all mad. Why y'all mad because he talking shit? Listen, this is this sport and any other sport, okay? You're open and free to be criticized. Like, that's what you get paid the big bucks for. And then it don't even be them. It be they fans, bro. They fans can't take it. Like, stop talking about my favorite fighter. Leave Derrick James alone. Like, it's, it's sad, man. It's really sad. Go to our interview, actually. I mean, go to our YouTube channel and uh, check out our interview with Antonio Tarver that just dropped. He was talking spicy with Danny. But this is what I'm saying. It's like, it's a one-on-one. -on -one. But I'm just saying, we can't get mad at somebody because they're saying something about this sport. Like, I get it. 
we all talk about Bradley. So somebody gonna call it Ness. You being a hypocrite. You be talking shit about Bradley. Yo, but Bradley is consistently talking about somebody. You know what I mean? Like he's in the limelight. Tarva just comes, boop, popped out for the big fight. Damn, gave his opinion. And people wanna rip him. But at the end of the day, I mean, can it be that? How many trainers of the year got awarded trainers of the year and then look this bad? Has that happened before? I know Robert's been trainer of the year. Freddie's been trainer of the year. Ken has been trainer of the year. Or are those just WBC belts when you get the green belt? So if someone wins... The WBC title, the trainer automatically gets awarded the WBC title trainer belt. So then, then, then we got to reconsider. We got to, we're gonna have to go to the website and see who's actually trainer of the year. I thought the belt automatically represented that. We'll have to give you the details exactly who is trainer of the year and see how many of them actually fell into a curse. But I do want you to hear Antonio Tarver doing his thing, and uh, yeah. Having some choice words, having some choice words. But I did want to open up the show in that manner because it's like, yo, a lot of people are going to hate just because he's not saying something that you like, something that, you know, that you think should be said or shouldn't be said. But here is the actual video. Let's go ahead and refresh year and all this stuff but we don't what are we come on bro this man wasn't prepared for no terrence bud crawford tonight and the trainer got to take some flat some flack for that it's his responsibility too to have his fighter ready man he had no nothing about no defense no head movement no feints didn't have his hands up feet all everywhere bro where's the lessons as trainers of the year and all this stuff but we don't what are we Come on, bruh. He, this man wasn't prepared for no Terrence Bud Crawford tonight. And the trainer got to take some, fl some flack for that. It's his responsibility, too, to have his fighter ready. Man, he had no nothing about no defense, no head movement, no feints. Didn't have his hands up, feet all everywhere, bruh. Where's the lessons? So there's the audio. What are your thoughts? Um, maybe we should do a poll. I'm going to have to do this real quick. Uh, Brandon, if you're watching, are you watching? Because Brandon can just send me a nice poll. This way people don't complain. Do you have a poll for today? So I'm thinking something like, is Antonio Tarver correct? Or do trainers of the year really, are trainers of the year really cursed? And let's find out who's the trainers of the year. Okay, shout out to Danny. Hard at work. We got a full list here from the BWAs. Um, okay, so Derek James is your 2022 trainer of the year. Eddie Reynoso was last year. So it could be a curse. If we start backwards, Derek won trainer of the year. Failed his big fight with 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 with, with Arrow. Um, Eddie Ron, trainer of the year, failed his big fight with Canelo versus Bivol. Tiafimo won trainer of the year, failed and lost against Cambosos. Eddie in 2019 won trainer of the year, and 
I can't really think of anything. I have to go through the other fighters he got. Well, no, Ryan didn't lose. Valdez didn't lose. Uh, 2019. Jesus. I, the actually. Act will pass. Actually, hold on. What? So, in 2020, I believe, wasn't that the year Valdez popped? Yeah, I mean, but that it, I mean, I mean, I don't get me wrong. You're right. People do look at Reynoso as part of that, like, oh, that's his camp. But I don't know that that's a trainer of the year nah, curse. No, nah, you're right. You're right. But moving right. on, no loss. No. Moving on, Anatoly Lomachenko, trainer of the year, and definitely, um, you know, I mean, he he lost to Tio. No, 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 no. That was until that was until 2020, bro. That was two years later. So that fight so the, so we got to come up with a time span of when train of the year curse. Oh, I would say the following year. So one full year after receiving the the yeah, award. I mean, like whatever happens in in the following year, because yo, if we open up the windows, it, it's the fight business, it's the herd business. People lose, so it's, you know. Um, but no, at least the for last, Freddie Roach. Look, he least, got train of the year, and then he lost with Pacquiao. Yeah, the next year, big time Floyd. versus Floyd. Robert Garcia got trained of the year in 2012, and his biggest fighters was Mikey, uh, Madonna. Oh, he lost with Madonna, but that ain't a. I mean, that ain't a curse. No, that was a good ass legacy that's, for him. That's what I'm saying. But like, I would say the last three years, you could say there's been there's there's. What there's, about Shane McGuinn? And that had to be a curse. He got it, and we never heard of him again. No, nah, I mean we still hear of Shane. What? I mean, I know who he is. And I he mean, we both shit. know who he is, but, like, who's his popping fighter right now? Nah, that's for sure. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know? How you a trainer of the year, you ain't got a fighter. That is for sure. Damn, Freddie been up there a lot, But that's what we saying, bro. That shit was... Damn, Birmingham, shout out, Dan! How long ago was that? Oh, what's up with this? this. Oh. Yo. Hey, yo. Yo. What the fuck? Hey, yo. Hold up. Here we go. <laughs> Shit switched me up real quick. Bowie Fisher. Damn, yo, that's my man, Dan Birmingham. Buddy McGirt Bro, is my look, man. We said a year. You over here talking about the guy from 2016. Like, who you got today? I'm like, that's why I said a year, bro. What, what they did the following year. He didn't win trainer of the year last year. Yeah, nah, sh that's what I'm saying about Shane. Maybe that getting trained. You would have to look up what guys he had in 2016 and see what they did in 2017. Bro, you train of the year without a fighter. Who's his fighter? I mean, if you won <laughs> Josh it, Kelly? So if he won it in 2016, <laughs> did he lose all his fighters after... I'm like, saying he don't got no popping fighter. Like, something went wrong. How you a train of the year mm -hmm. and whatever fighter helped you get there, y'all not... Like, who, is, who helped him get there? Exactly. That's what I'm we would have to look up. But, but that's what I'm saying. He ain't ringing no bells. If we don't even know who his fighter is, he ain't ringing no bells. I, I mean, think it's I think it's Josh. I right? was I was a casual back then. You know what I'm saying? I was, what year was that? 2016. 2016. It gotta be. Then he have. He's the young looking guy. That he was the young guy before Den Ben Davidson. I feel like he had Josh Kelly. Did he train uh 
You start. Is it? Let's just Google it. Is it George Groves? It's like one of them slick fighters. I feel like he had Josh Kelly and someone else. But we gonna Google. Let's see how wrong now, I you am. You know Shane McGuigan. Hmm? Never mind. What? Damn, he's only thirty-five. I told you. Holy. He f- was the young trainer before Ben. I knew I knew who he was. Look at his face, y'all. I knew this guy. I'm trying to tell you, he don't. He didn't have a lot of like fighters like that that I remember. But we'll see. It Damn, says in the interview with him who has Shane coached? recently. Um, Carl Frampton, fucking hell. Oh yeah, he beat Leo. And, he, I, hey, and yo, then the next year they lost. Motherfucker, no, I was thinking George Groves, and yes, he's he's cursed too. George Groves lost to Carl uh, Frotch twice. Yeah, but we talking the year after. All right, man. well, yeah, he won the belt. 2016. All right, let's go. How do we do that, though? We got to go to his Wikipedia or something? Fucking hell. Wiki. Yo, Wiki. He just dropped an interview. Bro, he had Fowler. He Fowler just, got yo, body. Yo. Bro, I'm listening. He just dropped an interview. Oh, Shane? And he said, fighters left me and accomplished fuck all. <laughs> That's the caption of the of the video, at least. Yeah, I mean, Shout I out hear to him. Oh, Lawrence O'Coley left him. I told you, I said, jo- oh no, I said, wait, I said, whoa, I said, whoa, Josh whoa. So, Kelly. Wait, it was wait, wait, Teller, wait, wait, wait. fucker. He just coached against him, then, right? And yeah, beat him. Yeah, with Billy. I mean, with the with puncher, Billy Smith. Yeah, yeah. Wow. He had Fowler, and Fowler retired early. He had Dubois, Dubois in 2021, Dubois. But that means that the boy, that's the that's the day that's the time that he lost, right? Fourteen. Let me see. Four. That's number four. Nah, I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. Chantel left him and, and, and been killing shit. Cameron? <laughs> of course. Mm, she got undisputed. And B. Katie Taylor, you know, on top of that. Yeah, I mean, he got a champion, Bill and Smith. And look, he went to 2020 with Josh Teller. That's a run. So that's where he got trained the other year. Oh, no, he got it in 16. Yeah, but uh, in 16, he had Josh Taylor. But whatever, we going George down. George Groves, David Hay. We going down a rabbit hole. At the end of the day, I don't necessarily know that there is a trainer of the year curse. Nah, because that's only but one. But it definitely puts more pressure, and the spotlight is on you now because I'm you got gonna, awarded I, that. I was going to say that's only one. Uh Performance? No, that's only one. Uh, damn, because that's the W. That's the BW. Double A. Boxing, Boxing Writers, Writers Association, Association of award. America. Uh huh. He said award. It is award. Yeah, yeah. yeah. BWAs. But, uh, yeah, but it's AA. But um. Bro, I remember. I remember. Uh, you I, been? What? I want to go. Muscled my way in there. Early in my career, bro, when Vlad and Vitaly, I forget who else was in there. It was dope. I mean, it's mad footage. I interviewed everybody. It was dope, but it was lame. Shit so dull and quiet. It's black and white affair. It's just like the lamest, over-exaggerated, fancy-smancy shit. You know, um, I'll say that I've been to similar events. I won't say who, but similar events. Mm-hmm. And I thought the same shit. But so lame. I think now, V Hop was there. I think today, like me today, I'm you know I know more people in the business. 
you know, more interactive. I get myself out the more. I think I think I'd make the most of it. I went again. I went again. But I they mean, ain't fucking with our appreciation. I don't know if the like, president not on the party. Not too. at all. Not on not the at party too. Not at all. Not a, no. Not even as a function, bro. Only thing they got is that like if you're into wearing a bow tie and sitting down in front of a five hundred dollar plate, then that's all right. But you also paying for the five hundred dollar plate. No, 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 for sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then you gotta wear a fucking penguin suit. You know what I'm saying? The entire night. Like, I'm telling you, I went when they was in Copa's because I was living in Jersey and it's like, how the fuck am I not going to go to Copacabana for boxing? Let's fucking go. Right. Iconic. Um, and it was dope, but it's just like, again, it's it's it's, it's like so ballroom. Yeah. That's, what, that's the entire feel. I ain't going to lie. You know, every once in a while, I like to, I like to, you know. Throw on a penguin suit? You know, throw, not that, me. throw that shit on real I, quick. I, I was the only one not in a penguin suit. I'm here to work. Nah, like even for the Bro, ones I I've been went... to, even for the ones I've been to, I'm not throwing on a, a tuxedo. You funny nah. yourself, keep calling it a penguin suit. I'm not Yo. throwing on a tuxedo. But yeah, bro, like slacks, button up, you feel me? Some loafers or some shit. Um I even went to the one after Bradley fought Ruslan. You remember when he fought Ruslan? You don't remember Who? that? Bradley, yes, yes. So immediately after that, he got an award. Bradley did? Go check my interview. Punch drunk. Months later, he I, like you can listen to that interview and listen to him on Saturday night for the calling the fights and see that there's there, bro, he even says it like he had to go to the doctor, he had a concussion. Everything, bro. He was slurring like a motherfucker. On like the computer was slow, the disc drive just slowed down. It's crazy, bro. Boxing is so serious. That one was a dope one because uh, what's my man name from the UK? Not Darren Barker. Uh, I think it was Matthew Macklin. Mm. Macklin came in looking like James Bond because again, black and white affair. He got the fucking. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Slick back. He came in looking like Bond. And then, you know, he talked like Bond, so they had the red carpet. Everybody stopped. That shit was dope. But again, the red carpet is the funnest thing. Once they go sit down, that shit, you go to sleep. Yeah, nah. It was the same. lights are so dim. They got so these dark, long, y'all. boring speeches. Shit. <laughs> boring. That's why you got to, you know, have a few in you, I guess. Yeah, I mean, for sure. If you're watching this on YouTube, don't forget to smash that thumbs up button. It's going to help with the visibility of the show. We are talking Antonio Tarver's thoughts on Derrick James failing Earl Spence, not having him prepared. And uh, let me just play it once again because we're going to open up these phone lines. Whoever's ready to talk, go ahead and raise your hand. If you're ready to talk, go ahead and call 1-425-569-5241. If you want to voice your opinion, we're on Discord. We're on Twitter Spaces if you want to give us your thoughts on the training of Derek James for this fight versus Terrence Crawford. Uh, did you think he had Earl Spence prepared? Because that's what Antonio Tarver is basically saying, that he did not. For that. It's his responsibility, too, to have his fighter ready. Man, he had no nothing about no defense, no head movement, no feints. Didn't have his hands up, feet all everywhere, bruh. Where's the lessons? 
guys trainers of the year and all this stuff. But we don't, what are we, come on, bro. He, this man wasn't prepared for no Terrence Bud Crawford tonight. And the trainer got to take some, some flack for that. It's his responsibility, too, to have his fighter ready. Man, he had no nothing about no defense, no head movement, no feints. Didn't have his hands up, feet all everywhere. Bruh, where's the lessons? All right, so we're going to go ahead and open up the phone lines. That is Antonio Tava. Those are his thoughts. That's what we're discussing. We're going out to J-Matt. What is up? Yo, can y'all hear me? Yes, sir. Yo, what up? Good morning. Buenos uh, dias. Top of the morning. I do agree with uh talk. Um, I think uh Derek said some things before this fight in his build up, and I think he was too emotionally invested in the wrong part of it. Uh, they had times where over the years he kept poking at Crawford's Crawford resume. And at first, I thought it was just like a, a promotional thing. Then I realized he was dead serious on it. So that can tell me he undermined it. He started attacking Vomack, but they was attacking each other. But it seemed like he just was more invested on smearing uh, or, or, or like taking credit or not giving credit at the same time, too. Now, granted, they were both talking shit for the buildup, so I get it. But it seemed like at some time, Derek became more invested and trying to uh, like make his point or be vocal about it. He started talking about purses, what Crawford was doing and all that. I mean, I've been watching sport for a long time. They only had two trainers I remember that really got into it. It was Derek and it was uh, Triple G, uh, Abel Sanchez uh, a trainer. And it wasn't common for me at least to see trainers negotiating for uh, their fighters and what have you, like Derek and Sam Abel Sanchez was. Uh, when he made comments towards Crawford being um, based off athleticism, I'm like, oh, my God, I, I just see how he can't get that. I'm nowhere close to having the champions or having access to the trained fighters he didn't have. But you can see there's way more there than just athleticism. So when you listen to stuff like that over the years, you really question. And then you take the fighting how it went in consideration. Uh, it, some of the advice he gave, like told Errol, keep working behind the jab. Like, work what behind the jab? He's getting touched. He's getting countered. Danny Garcia had success against Errol, uh, late in a later part of the fight, going over Errol's jab. And so, some of the things was shown to Errol. A lot of the mistakes that y'all just seen, y'all just didn't see the fighters ever exposed. Like did because they weren't the level of a Terrence. And so Terrence just picked apart everything they had. So when I take that in all in consideration, I look at it, I say, well, damn, what did Derek really want? Think of Crawford, think of his team. Uh, he saved quite a bit that let me know maybe he did undermine him. Maybe he did thought Crawford was small and weak and they was going to be able to bully him. And Crawford showed you bits and pieces. You just had to have your eyes open. And I don't expect fans to do it, but if you got the boxing eye as a trainer, or a trainer of the year, or you you know, you know host the champions, I expect you to see that. So when Talbot kind of called him out after the fight, I totally agree with it. Um, I personally think Derek has done a great job with it. I think it's time for him to allow somebody else to step in and help him and assist him, not, not fire him, not get rid of him. Because sometimes in, as a trainer, you run into the height, the ceiling. 
All right, champ. Thanks for calling in. We got General Camino Twitter Spaces. What up? Yo, Ness, what's up? What up? Cooling, cooling. Yo, Tarver got a point, bro. And I think if you talk to a lot of people, if you watch a lot of the interviews that's that's out there, a lot of people is kind of saying the same thing, just not as blatantly as Tarver. I mean, I watched the interview with Greg Hackett, and he pretty much said the same thing. Like, yo, Spence and Derrick James, they didn't respect the training. You feel me? They thought Crawford was going to be somebody they could just run over. It just, it didn't look like they worked on anything outside of what Arrow been doing his whole career, which is, you know, it's fine. If it worked, there's really no need to fix it. But this was one of the biggest fights of his career. I mean, I just feel like they should have did more work. Derek James should have helped Arrow implement like something more into his style. It's, it's crazy to see, bro. It's really crazy to see. I mean, it, from the looks of the fight, it just looked like Crawford. He went, he didn't leave a rock unturned in his training camp. There was nothing he did in that fight that showed you that he didn't prepare for just about everything he could get in that fight. And you know, it's it's crazy to see. And I think it's it's an honest, it's an honest uh, assessment by Tarver. Like I said in the beginning, like he just called it how he saw it, you know. And I think a lot of people saw it that way. What you think about it? I, yeah, I'm with you, brother. It's not, it's not Antonio Tarver. He just said it the sexiest, so we're using his audio. There's plenty of people criticizing the performance. Teddy Atlas criticized the performance and the training. Um, so, yeah, man, I mean, it's part of life. It's like I said, you can't be on the limelight and only receive the fame and glory. You, you got to take the good with the bad. Yeah. But I want to ask you one more thing before I get off the line. I just finished watching that uh, In A Way Fulton again, mm -hmm. and I've watched the uh, Spence-Crawford uh, fight a few times. And in my opinion, the fighter who would have the better chance on the rematch is Fulton. I feel like he could possibly get a win over In A Way if he goes back into a rematch with him and, you know, implement some things into his game that he didn't do the first time around. I don't know Out of those that. two fighters, who do you who I don't do you know. think would have a better I'm, opportunity? I'm, I'm giving Earl a shot to do better. I ain't say win. I said to do better. In the I mean, Fulton ain't even throw punches, bro. That shit was crazy. He, was he threw just, punches. He connected on a few during the end before he got knocked out. I mean, out. bro, he, what? Threw, he threw punches, but I, I'm obviously exaggerating. You, you, but he didn't throw nowhere near as many punches he normally throw. It just didn't look right. He looked timid. He looked tentative. At least Earl didn't what? care that Crawford was Crawford. He was he was walking that him is down. They are waving it off. He was walking him down. He was punching regardless. And that's what I said. Like, you got to give Earl credit for determination. The motherfucker just kept coming like a Terminator. It just wasn't sick. It wasn't effective aggression. And he needed to be effective with his aggression. But there was no aggression from Fulton. Like, he didn't show the tenacity to me in the fight that shows me that he even won a rematch. Um, Jaime Nieto, $5. Derek James, not the reason for the... What would BSS? BSS. B... 
down yeah. sense beat down spence i don't know what the fuck man yeah, I, I think there's something to be said about splitting time between multiple fighters can't be good for jamel i've insinuated Yo. this man jamel's been in houston that whole first month of camp then he came out here to vegas for the fight we don't know where he's at now i he's can back, ask i can ask jo- joan they're back in houston well they're back in houston Derek ain't there Derek. He in fucking the UK. He got he got AJ. Oh damn, you right. That's what I'm trying to tell y'all. Damn, you right. And then he gonna fly back to finally see Jamel. So if Jamel get the win, motherfuckers better understand it's my brethren. Bello mio. You feel me? It's Yo. my brethren, Joan Guzman. That's why we invited him to the party. We watching him. We watching him. We seeing him work. Yes. What up? You know I'm I'm always there. I'm everywhere. They never did. Mm. And because Why would of that, you ever care? Yo, because of that, I heard Earl ain't sparred not one time. The I mean, entire time he rumors. was in. Man. Rumors, right. excuses now. Nah, I'm just, just like, dude, there's a dude, right? Like, I don't even do this shit. No, no, no. Listen to but me. This listen is what to me. This fight no, got no, you no. Going. Listen to me. Listen to me. My source is so credible, and they ain't got no dog in the race. And if they did, they dog would be Bud, not Earl. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like, my bro, this shit, this shit come from good sources. So it's like, damn, I don't know if he was hurt. I don't know if they was trying to keep him fresh. But I do know that, uh, yeah, numerous individuals informed me Earl Spence didn't spar not one time he was in Vegas, and that was through a span of three and a half weeks. So, you know, it just makes me wonder. Why that would be the case, you know? Again, man. <laughs> if your source ain't in the camp, I ain't even trying to hear it, bro. Well, you feel me? <laughs> well, you know. Uh, again, I was told that Earl Spence didn't spar for the no, I hear for you. the three and a half weeks in Las I hear Vegas, you. Just like brother. I said. Just like I said, yeah, say, I, you can say I hate Earl all I want. Y'all said he was the big fish. Now y'all got an excuse. How many hours is this since the fight, motherfuckers? Every day is a new excuse. You motherfuckers worse than Wild Affairs, man. I'm just sitting here laughing at y'all. You know I'm laughing. <laughs> you motherfuckers told me he was the big fish. That motherfucker got fish fried, okay? Now y'all got so many excuses. I'm the hater because y'all making up excuses. <laughs> That's hilarious. Nino, what up? Yo, Ness, Danny, you can hear me? Yep. Yeah, man, uh, like I've been saying, I've been listening to Tarver for a little minute, but... um. He pretty much spot on with it. But I feel like people are a little bit hard on Derek right now, man. I feel like people just, uh, after the fact, it's easy to talk about him. You know what I'm saying? Since we all seen the performance. But I just feel like Earl Spence been fighting the same way for a minute now. And it's like when he was winning all his belts, beating people, everybody was loving Derek. And now that he ain't got in there with Crawford and got pretty much beat up, everybody shitting on Derek. Which is uh, understandable because he don't have a second game plan. But 
when I watch Earl Spence fight, I ain't never really seen him switching nothing up. He fight the same way to me. And that's just what I see. He like a come forward, pressure fighter, aggressive. You know what I'm saying? He just fight the same. But uh, really ain't nobody, I don't think no fighter he been in there with made him switch up his game plan. That's just how I look at it. So I don't think he ever had to go to a second option because shit, his first option always worked. And I just feel like that was the game plan that was going in there with. I just felt like they thought they was going to break Terrence. And shit, he found out quick that it wasn't going to happen. And from there, it was just over with. So, uh, I don't know, man. I've been hearing so many excuses from these Spence fans, bro. I, I think the second pay-per-view will do all right. Did Actually, you see his eyes? You talking about before the fight? You talking about Spence? <laughs> I'm just fucking being a Spence fan. <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah. Ah, uh, my bad. <laughs> yeah, bro, that's what I'm bro, saying. Bro, he wasn't himself. He wasn't himself. You ain't see how he walked out? You ain't see how he walked out? He wasn't himself. He was leaning to the, the left when he walked so out. The list is so crazy. <laughs> the list is so crazy. I've been hearing he wasn't the same in the Danny fight. His face ain't healed all the way. It's a doctor, a neurologist uh, came out saying he got brain damage, some weird shit. It's just so much shit going on, bro. And everybody, the motherfuckers, like, oh, the Spence be fans, perfectly fine at one fifty-four. The Spence fans invented their own doctor. He running around here called Doctor Eight Hundred Five. <laughs> bro, I got into that's it with what a fighter I said. yesterday. So I was he was like, trying shit, to tell me that shit. shit. Oh my god, the fighter! Like, no, he must not be a real fighter, bro. Professional. We no, he not. He not a real fighter we though. Didn't, we didn't see no more Showtime. Nah, he, see no he ain't even got no manager. He out here taking fights the last. <laughs> he out here taking fights in the last six, seven days. Get fuck oh, out of here, no fighter. Man. Ain't no fighter. I don't care yeah, who he man. is. So I, you you hear Danny telling me the story. When you see me in the gym, walk up to me, tell me, Yo, Ness, he was talking about me. I'm gonna tell you who's your manager. Nah, I told him to Google it, and fuck then he Googled home. it, and then he just looking at me like, Damn. I'm like, Bro, you just believe anything you hear? Like, anything, anything. I'm These like, motherfuckers bro, you probably believe seen that anything. shit on TikTok or Facebook. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> no, it's viral. No, nah, for sister. That, you know what else is viral? That is it. That Lewis Farrakhan. Oh, my God. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, I'm out of here, man. Y'all hit that like and subscribe. That Lewis Farrakhan video, they did remixes of that shit, too, boy. That oh shit is goodness. serious. Um, Brandon, what up? Hello? Yes. Yo, what up, Boxing Voice? Uh, so I, I don't think Derek James uh, is at fault here. I mean, at the end of the day, it's definitely the, the, the you know, the person who's fighting that it's, it's their decision and they have the willpower to actually win it or not win it. So uh, it's, I mean, Derek James can help in terms of the motivation and stuff along those lines. But in terms of at the end of the day, the person who's deciding to win or fight the fight in the way that they are, that is the fighter. So Derek James, I don't think you can really put anybody can put the blame on Derek James. Although maybe Derek James could have warned Spence a little bit more about Terence Crawford's uh, style of fighting beforehand and told him that like this guy fights, this guy hits pretty hard. You got to be on the watch for that. Maybe he could have been more aware during the uh, during the fight and possibly um, I don't know, maybe block some of his hits because honestly, bro, when he was literally just pounding on him like wailing on him and Spence had no defense. Like that was, that was insane. Like there, there had to be some sort of way to counter that. And he didn't have any way to counter that. He was falling right into those traps where as soon as he took a jab, um, you, you know, Crawford would just literally hit him upside the head. Like it was insane. 
how 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 perfectly timed those hits were. And and Derek James, man, you know, if you're a coach, you got to be warning him about that. Like, you know, and there's there's previous footage of of Crawford's fights, so you can you know go back and look at the reels and the films to see that, and then you can just literally see what he's going to do, most likely, because fighters don't just change their style, you know, all of a sudden, like, they have the same style pretty much, you know, you know over the course of many fights. And you got to be, you got to warn him about that, Derek James. I mean, if I was saying Derek James is not a good coach, maybe he's, maybe he's a good coach, but he's not, he should have, he should have done, he should have, in terms of this Crawford fight, he, he, he definitely failed, man. He definitely failed. I, I mean, he, Crawford's coach, I don't know his name, but that, you know, the big, you know, Bo fat Mac, dude or whatever. Bo Bo Mac, yeah. I mean, even, Whoa. even he, I'm not even saying anything nah, about him, you know, I in the wrong you. way. But he's he's a better coach than than Derrick James, in my opinion. <laughs> I mean, but I mean no, the way that it's he... a team of them though. It's a team of them though. And, and, and I I was with them last night um, during my interview, dropping a day on YouTube.com forward slash the boxing voice. He made it clear he like, yo, and it ain't just me, Red and Isau either. You know they have a fuck. I forgot her name. They have a woman. Uh, strength and conditioning coach that Bud uses, that Chris Eubank is using, that Steven Nelson, you know, the, the team uses. Um, you know, they have perfecting athletes, so it's definitely a team. So I don't know, man. I feel like uh, a lot of people suggesting that he probably need to bring in somebody else to help. You know, Jermel has remained with yeah. Eric, but he's brought in Jawan Guzman to help. Yeah, he should have brought more people to help. That is guaranteed. It. So that's all I got to say about that. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. Have a good one. Yo. You were concerned. Who we got on the counter punch? J Mac on the counter. Yo, can y'all hear me? Loud and clear. Hi, I'm just listening to the callers. Um, the last caller said it wasn't Derek James. It's on the fighter. I totally disagree with that. Cause when y'all two, when you got a trainer, <clears throat> especially a trainer that's the um trainer of the year, I mean, he don't get that accolade just off for just showing up. I mean, he has to have done something or accomplished something with a fighter and what have you to uh to establish that or establish yourself as that. I think Arrow and Derek has been a great team for how to, for Errol's success, but he also critiqued Eric, um, Derek for not um, seeing the mistakes that Errol been making. Errol been making these same mistakes for years, leading over his front foot, not working on timing with his jab, pushing his jab, losing his balance. Like all this stuff been, it's been right in front of you. Derek been right there watching it, uh, watching it fall through all the time. What it is is. When he was so dominant, just walking through people and walking through shit, they never fixed it. So they was like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But at the same time, when I said in my call earlier, he obviously misjudged Crawford because everything Arrow did wrong, Crawford was the fighter that was going to capitalize on it. And he showed you and he told you. So why I do fault Derrick James is because he had the time to see it. But he was so worried about telling the world that Crawford was just an athletic fighter and trying to mislead everybody to where maybe he missed it. Maybe he just didn't catch it. Maybe he just not that well-rounded enough to see it 
and only know what Errol's goodness, I mean, what he brings and what he does good to the table. My last point of why he needs to definitely bring somebody else out. He's in London right now training for another fight, uh, training for an AJ fight. Yeah. When you start taking fighters of that magnitude, you're going to need help, whether you want it or not. I think Derek is a powerful person. I think Derek has a point to prove. I understood he did get it out the mud. I understood what he accomplished with EJ. But since he did expand it, I think it's time for him to bring somebody else. And my last point is, is Derek is definitely Derek James' fault as well, not just on a fighter. It's the uh, trainer's job to either save you from yourself or prepare you and put you in a situation so you can work on the things, especially in a fight of this magnitude. So Derek got to get that. He got to get that work. That's my kind of punch. Yeah, man. I wonder what's this going to do for the psyche of a quote-unquote already broken fighter in AJ. He was out here on his big brush shit like, bum, 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 scarred AJ. Yeah, I'm picking, I'm picking. <laughs> that is it. He said, yeah, I'm picking Earl. I'm riding with Earl because of that hometown shit. All of a sudden now, because you in the camp, you got to pick him. Right? You, you just know met you that gotta, motherfucker. You know you got to pick him. Man, knock that camp. shit off. You Remain know. neutral then. Remain neutral then. Say, you know what? Great fight. I just got here, man. Great fight. I just got here. I can't pick just yet. They both great fighters. I've been watching them both fight. Fuck. All of a sudden, you team man, fucking... That's Man, that's your last fight with them. You best believe it. She now look, now look, now he going into the motherfucking uh, Dillian White fight broken again. Like fuck, we just thought this motherfucker was gonna make us dominant. He took a loss. Come on, but I don't don't see him my way. If you want to talk, you know what to do. Go ahead and call up the number one four two five five six nine fifty two forty one. Press one one time. You can also join us on Discord and Twitter Spaces. Let's see what we got going on over here. We got a couple super chats we got to get to. You know where you We got Jaime Nieto. Of? We got Boxing IQ 360. Fact check your callers. They said there was no 140 when Duran jumped from 135 to 147. Benitez was the WBA champ. 19. 76 and prior in 80. Facts. That was mixed memorabilia. Not callers, mixed memorabilia. He also owes a counterpunch, never paid. Damn. And, and he also is the one that claims Tank is not special. Tank is not special. His name is Mixed Memorabilia on Twitter. Wrong soundbite. Um, we got Boxing Fanatics with a fat $20. <laughs> Man, this ain't the real Ben Davison. Is this the real Ben Davison? Do you follow Ben? Because, Ben, if this you, we want your thoughts on this trainer of the year curse. Hell yeah, that's Ben. Ben, man, press press requests, man. Stop them games. We want your thoughts, mate. We was just talking great about you, how, how before you, there was Shane was the youngest-looking UK trainer. But you got a request. We need your thoughts on Tarva. Slamming Derek James. We got $20 super chat from Boxing Fanatics. It says, thanks, guys, for the best boxing content. Shout out to you guys from New York. Shout out to you, my man. Yo, Ren, I don't know. 
I don't remember if you were there, but I ran into Ben in London outside of the hotel. I mean, I, I ran in. Ah, uh, there he requested. I ran into into Ben in Vegas for the Haney fight. Long time ago. How you doing, Coach? Damn, it didn't connect, Ben. Oh, it did connect. Am I on? You're you on. Are. How are you, Ben? I'm good, thank you. We're good, we're good, man. Just here discussing the Antonio Tarver rant. Have you heard it, or should I play it back so you could get it word for word? Play it, play it, and I'll, I'll listen. I gotcha. One segundo. How is everything? And I'm playing in now. Some flack for that. It's his responsibility, too, to have his fighter ready. Man, he had no nothing about no defense, no head movement, no feints. Didn't have his hands up, feet all everywhere. Bruh, where's the lessons? As trainers of the year and all this stuff. But we don't, what are we, come on, bruh. He, this man wasn't prepared for no Terrence Bud Crawford tonight. And the trainer got to take some flack, some flack for that. It's his responsibility, too, to have his fighter ready. Man, he had no nothing about no defense, no head movement, no feints. Didn't have his hands up, feet all everywhere. Bruh, where's the lessons? So what do you think, Ben? Um, I think it's difficult having a solid... We can have assumptions, but I think it's difficult to have a solid opinion on situations like this because none of us was in camp. None of us watched the preparation. None of us know what um, Derek James's game plan was. None of us know whether that was a case of Spence not listening to certain things he was asking him to do. Um, we don't know if it was what he was asking him to do. So it's hard to, to really have a, a factual opinion on you know, how much of a blame the coach gets on, on, on a performance, really, unless we spent time around it um, and around them in camp and know what it is that, that the, the coach was asking the fighter to do. How do you think a rematch plays out, Ben? Is it worth it? I mean, at personally, personally, I, I, I've never You want to know the truth? Yes. I think, I think there's been, I think there's been a, a little bit of talk about um, Spence maybe struggling at the weight. My personal opinion was that at the press conference the day before, I personally felt Crawford looked even worse than Spence in terms of making the weight. I thought he looked drier. I thought he looked more drawn. Um, and and you know I've I've uh, been in the gym with with Terence and and he's a lot bigger than what people assume him to be because he's the one that come up from 140. I think people assume him to be a lot smaller than what he is, but he's really filled out, grown into the weight. And, uh, you know, I, I do imagine it's just as hard, if not by my opinion from the looks of things, harder for him to make 147. So I don't think, you know, in terms of people talking about, oh, the weight and it being at a different weight, make, having a different outcome, I, uh, I don't see that, to be honest. Would you say that, from your opinion, that was Crawford's best performance. You know, in my eyes, I've never yeah, seen him I, look that sharp. Yeah, I agree. I think um, when I was looking at the fight, I thought if Terence was to get pushed around the ring, it would probably be because he's constantly trying to open up the distance, switching, 
too often. I know that can be a strength of his, but I thought against someone like Spence, if he's switching too often, that could lead to him getting pushed around the ring. He didn't switch once throughout the fight. I thought he looked very settled. I thought we saw a little bit of that when he boxed David Avanesian. And to be honest with you, I think he's still an improving fighter at 35 years old. Mm. Ben, uh, do you recommend Earl Spence fight again this year? I don't know, you know, like I said, I, I haven't spent time with him in camp. I don't know where he's at. I don't know where he's at physically. I don't know where he's at mentally. Um, so it, I, I'm probably not, you know, I'm probably not qualified enough. I know everybody wants to, wants to listen to people's opinions and that, but the reality is I'm probably not qualified enough to to make make that call on whether I think Spence should box again this year or not. There's, there'll be people that are closer to him that will know uh, more about that. Like I heard you guys talking about uh, Miss Anthony Joshua fight week next week. I'm sure there'll be some questions and some media work yep. that Derek James will be doing, and I'm sure those those questions will be asked next week. How do you think that's going to play with Joshua Psyche? He went to a dominant trainer expecting to be, you know, in a camp that's a winning camp, and all of a sudden the biggest name in that camp takes a loss a week before his fight. Is that going to do something to his mindset? Um, to be honest, he's an experienced, he's an experienced guy, isn't he? He's a two-time unified heavyweight champion of the world. So I think that as much as he would be supporting his, um, his stable mate, I think that his focus would be solely on his fight and what he needs to do in, in his fight. I'm jumping all over the place here, but because you trained Josh Teller and we've seen what T.O. did, and now this is two times, we didn't think he would do that with Loma. He turned around and then again beats another former undisputed champ as an underdog. Can T.O. move up, activate his WBO status and fight Terrence Crawford at 147 and be competitive? If not, win in your opinion? Um, I used to train Josh Taylor. That's right. Um, do, do I think... And Josh is a physical guy at 140, so the fact that there was times where, where Teofimo was, was getting the better of the, the physicality in that fight, you know, I was, I was shocked to see that, to be honest. But um, do I think he could move up to 147 and challenge with Crawford? Um... Difficult task, if I'm being honest. You know, as I mentioned earlier, I've seen Terence in the gym, and I think that people underestimate the size of, of him for 147. I think that he's grown into the weight, and uh, you know, Tio's just moved up to 140. I think that if he was to move up another weight class, he'd probably not want to go for someone on the bigger side of that weight class to start off with and, and get a feel for it because he's only just moved up to 140 as well. Uh, ben, I want to ask, who do you think then possesses uh, like a realistic option to give Crawford a challenge? Um, you know, Jerron Boutenis is 31-0, but he's never fought for a world title. It seems like Crawford may go up to 154, but Jermel Charlo is caught up with Canelo. Who do you think is, is the best option for Crawford and, and the most competitive yeah, one? Yeah, Jer Jermel is... Um moving up, but I've seen that the WBA, sorry, the WBO have said that they will um, strip, him. strip him. So, with the WBO, from my understanding, is if you're the, the champion at the weight below, you can um, apply to become mandatory instantly when you, when you move up in weight. 
Um, so I Did think that he could end up boxing for the... Potentially, yeah. From, from my understanding, that would be the fight if that was the route that they went down. In terms of 147, the biggest challenge, you'd have to say uh, Jaron Ennis. Huge, huge, huge mega fan of, of, of Ennis. It is a massive leap for him to take. I think, unfortunately for Ennis, he's in a position where the guys that are... I know Sean Porter's retired now, but the likes of the Sean Porter's of the division, maybe former world champions, etc., they're not looking at Ennis and thinking, what a great fight for me to take, you know? So, um, that's probably the type of fight that Ennis would need or would, would, would like before taking a challenge like Crawford. Whether he will get that on out, not, I don't know. Um, but, you know, every challenger at some point, there's always that question of can they do it to, at the next level? And uh, that'll only get answered once they step up. And it is a big step for, for Ennis, but he's a special, special talent as well. We've seen plenty of uh, Hall of Famers, legendary fighters go up and wait. Um, am I crazy for assuming that Javante Davis could compete with Crawford? I'm not saying he wins. I'm just saying because of the power, they both started at lower weight classes. Crawford he, started at uh, 35 and Tank started at 30 26 or, 26. or 30. And just, uh, you know, because I was waiting for a time to jump in because I wanted to use the Duran comp comparison is what I've been using. I don't know how much you know about Duran, but he started at 130, moved up to 47, beat an undefeated Ray Leonard. Ray Leonard was a natural welterweight where Crawford is not a natural welterweight. Has he filled into the division and become one? Yes, but he started at 35. Tank has... If anybody could be compared to Tank, in my opinion, it would be Durant. I mean, Durant, if anybody could compare to Durant, it would be Tank because of the power in both hands, how short he is, how explosive, even some of the outside parallels with the women and the alcohol. Ben, what do you know about Durant? What do you know about Durant? And can Tank be this generation's Durant? Um, potentially, yeah. I mean, I think the, the, the thing with Tank is, it would be more so um, the right style for him to, to, to go to, to 147. I think somebody that's a pressure fighter, that's rugged, that's tough, that can absorb the shots, not going to have too much respect for his power, that, that he's going to be able to close the gap, be a bit physical with him. He's probably going to have more trouble than, with somebody like that than he would do somebody that's, that's an intelligent boxer, can recognise... Um, you know, a threat, somebody being showing a bit of danger, um, somebody setting something up because he'll 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 earn it. Even though he's he would be coming up from thirty five, I know he's won a title, at, a version of a title at one forty as well. Um, I think that a fighter with a good IQ is going to recognise. You know, Tank's very good at, at disguising his shots and setting shots up and, and misdirecting his shots, and that'll buy him space and buy him time and. Uh, uh, you know, I, I believe that he, he certainly punches hard enough to 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 have an effect on on guys at one four seven as well. So, do I think he could be competitive in that division for sure? Um, Ryan Ryan Ryan's recently moved up to one forty. You know, we saw uh, his performance against Barrios, who was a big one forty. But to be honest with you, I think anybody right now, barring Ennis. 
at the minute at 147s, you know, got their work. Even Ennis has got his work cut out with Crawford at 147 at the minute. So, Ben, my last one, and then I'll pass you over to Danny. Um, obviously, we've seen um, common opponent in Gamboa with Tank and Crawford. I know it's a long time ago, but Gamboa gave Crawford problems. Obviously, he's a different fighter. He's more developed. He's more experienced. He's been in 18 world title fights, but the shorter man gave him issues. Tank, again, having that parallel to Gamboa and those uppercuts. He's been deadly throughout his career with uppercuts, and that isn't, as a trainer, isn't it easier for the shorter man to land an uppercut on the taller man? Um, depends on, on the tendencies of, of him, you know. Crawford actually uses a lot more of the shoulder roll now than, than he would have used to, well, especially he did the other night. Um, he's an improved fighter. I think that's a, such a long time ago that you'd be looking at, uh, to be looking at that sort of, uh, looking at the comparison of those fights. I remember going into this Spence fight, everybody was going on about comparing the two Sean Porter performances. I think that, um, I think you'd have to look at the the uh, the style matchup directly between the two as opposed to common opponents. I think that's where a lot of mistakes get made in terms of how anticipating a fight a fight would go. Ben, styles make fights, as they say. Uh, definitely do. Um, lastly, for me, or last two things for me. Um, obviously, you've worked with Devin. He's announced he's moving up to 140 pounds will face uh, WBC champion Regis Progre. Your thoughts on the move up and a potential fight with Teofimo, which I know that was a topic of conversation even back when you were in the camp. Yeah, uh, Devin's been, you know, it's been tough for Devin to make 135 for, for years now. So um, it's... Uh, it's no shock that he's, he's, he's been looking to, to make that move up. Obviously, the opportunity come up to become undisputed. And uh, he wanted to, to, to do that and achieve that. He then had the opportunity to make a, a, a huge mega fight with, with Lomachenko. And uh, you have to credit him for, for choosing to take that fight as well. Opportunity comes up now where um, he can become a two-weight world champion and... Uh, He's looking to do that, so I think it's uh, it's a good fight. I think it's a good fight for Devin. I think it's a, it's a it's a good fight in general for the public, the boxing boxing fans, and um, yeah, intriguing. How do you see it play out? You said intriguing. How do you see it play out? I think I think I don't want to say too much because obviously we still do we still do bits of work with Devin, so I think it, it would be. Uh, It'd be wrong to, to talk too much on the fight. I got you. I got you. Well, obviously, you have prepared a fighter, a, a world champion, and been successful against Regis Progre in the past. Uh, what would you I didn't. I didn't train Josh for that, for that fight. Oh, not for that Josh one? Josh trained with another trainer. Oh, no, before. That. Josh was trained okay. somewhere else before. That's all right. Uh, and last thing for me, it's been announced October 7th in Sheffield, Lee Wood, Josh Warrington, that should be a banger. Um, talk to us about the fight. Yeah, it's not going to be anything but an absolute barnstormer, as we say over here. So, um, you know, Josh brings high volume. Uh, always, always, always brings it. Lee, big puncher, huge puncher. Um, both. Sometimes I think fighters, fighters, both have got huge fan bases, right? So. 
sometimes I think the atmosphere can get to a fight and it can have a negative impact on fighters. However, I think the intriguing thing about this fight is both of these guys thrive off of um, those atmospheres and uh, the fact that the, the arena is being segregated into two parts, half Warrington, half Whoa, wood. that's dope. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Is, it, is, it, is it more of a safety concern? Um, well, they've both got huge football fan bases. So I think one, it's a, it's a, they want, for safety and they want everybody to have a, a clean, enjoyable night. Um, and secondly, I just think it will, it will cause a bit of, you know, what, what it'll, I think it will create, create an even more special atmosphere where Absolutely. both fan bases are going to want to outdo one, one another. So I think the, the atmosphere is going to be electric. And uh, like I said, I think both fighters thrive off of that. So I, I just can't see it being anything. But to be honest with you, you might as well give the pair of them fight of the year already. Super duper last one, Ben, because I feel like I would be irresponsible. Right, you've been said, but all years have been said. <laughs> Is that I feel like I would be irresponsible if I don't ask you, have you already been studying a new way for Lee Wood? Because you know he's coming up. You know he's coming up. I haven't, no. Um, to be honest with you, um, you know, 120, Lee's now 35. He was 35 the other day. Um, 126 is difficult for Lee to make, so this could potentially be Lee Wood's last fight at featherweight. Um, he may be looking to move up himself, but I've got a funny story actually. So Lee uh, previously went over to Japan to spar with Anoue, no uh, Anoue's brother. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, oh, quite wow. a few years ago. And uh, so Lee got in the ring on the first day of sparring and was sparring uh, Anoue's brother. Apologies, but I forget his name. Um, and Lee actually dropped him. Yeah. Uh, then the next day, Lee thought he was sparring the same same brother again. And he said, you know, something just seemed different. And uh, Naoi had obviously jumped in to, to spar with Lee because of what had happened the day before. Oh, and then he Anoue did done defend a, his brother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How did that, how did that go? Yeah, good. Lee said it was brilliant sparring, you know, but Anoue recently done an in interview and they said, you know, you sparred so many different fighters. Has anybody ever stood out? And Anoue did an interview and said, out of all the people that I've ever sparred, you know, Lee Wood sticks, sticks in my mind, you know, the, the wow. power was crazy. So, yeah, That's... maybe one day it, it might happen, but uh, yeah, there's a chance that this is Lee's last fight at, at 126 pounds. That's a pretty amazing story. Listen, man. Right, boys, it's been a pleasure, but I've got... No worries, no worries. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. What a treat, man. Thank you. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. That was trainer Ben Davidson live on the show. And we certainly appreciate him giving us a couple seconds of his time, if not a whole half an hour. Couple seconds. Shout out. Keeping the phone lines moving. We got, wait, Super Chits. We last stopped off at the $20 Boxing Fanatic. Flashy, $5. I know this Mel ain't starting training with DJ yet. He been working with Joan Guzman this whole time. Thinking emoji. I respect Derrick James, but got too much going on in the gym right now. It's so funny, bro. Shout out Bobby Smurda. About a week ago. Actually, no. Shout out Jay-Z. It was all good just a week ago. One week ago. One week ago, Derek was trainer of the year. One week ago, Derek had a superstar stable. 
One week ago, Derek could fix anybody. We ain't even been seven days removed from the fight, and now Derek got too much on his plate. Derek ain't trainer of the year. Derek need to bring somebody in. Yo, this is the most brutal sport. Brutal. Nah, definitely brutal. Best believe that. <laughs> Crazy, bro. Best believe that. We got a average boxing fan, all $2. All it takes is one L to be called sorry, glove emoji, or trainer. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. All it takes is one loss, and all of a sudden, you're no good. Everything you've done, it doesn't matter anymore. It's crazy, this damn sport. One Way Renzo, $2 Super Chat. Seems like Popovich ran into... What the hell? This, is this some UFC shit? No, no, no. Remember, they was trying to compare Derrick James and his stable to uh, San Antonio Spurs coach Greg Popovich. So, they so was who the hell is Spolestra? Spolstra? Whatever. Foreign to me. Eric Spolstra? No, nah, they just put last name. Pop Popovich ran into Spolstra. Oh, yeah, they did play in the finals. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Ray Allen for hitting that three in the corner. There. Damn, Ray Allen? Yeah. What? He it, still plays ball? So, look, it was funny, right? It was funny, right? This oh. was so many years ago. No, this, now no, I listen. feel like the old heads to be like, my era's better than your era. That's no, yeah, crazy. I mean, he probably, How he's still playing he probably, ball? He probably saw Ray play like in Milwaukee. I never saw him play. Um, I only know Ray from He Got Game because I'm a Rosario oh. Dawson fan. Cool. So, See, that's uh, why it's important for you athletes to get in movies. Cool. We associate, boom, and it's like, oh, shit, now I follow that guy's career. So LeBron, he was always with Cleveland in the beginning. Mm -hmm. He's from Akron, so local and shit. And uh, yo, he just couldn't win. He was, you know, he was the only talent. And he brought in Ray Allen. No, so no, no, no. That's the funny thing. No, no, Ray was just like the extra, right? Mm. Like, so the on the team already. Nah, 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 nah. So the super team was LeBron, D Wade, and Chris Bosh to Miami, right? Yeah, I remember that. So Wade was already in Miami, right? So then, uh, anyway, that that's when they burnt. Series, that's when they burnt LeBron jersey, right, and right, he right. was like, "Yo, I just want a ring." Yo, so that. That series, feel me, the first year they go to the finals, if it if it ain't for Ray Allen hitting that three in the corner, they don't go to game seven. That was game six. Mm. They don't go to game seven. And, you know. Shout out to my boy. Jaime Nieto, $5 Super Chat. says, Danny, don't put that out there, champ. Just going to add to the list of excuses they come in with. But just better. Point blank. No, nah, I totally agree. I totally agree. Look, bro, my sources were so good, and I was like, yo, but even if he would have, like, that that vast, it was it was such a huge difference in, in, in skill in that fight, I don't think it would have made a difference. Like, cool, his, time, his timing could have been a little bit better, but it, it's like he still got caught. Like, go back, watch the fight. Bud still got caught. He just ate those shots up real well. He certainly took them shots. $20 from Bobby Shaw. Drop a bomb for that. And I owe a bomb to a boxing fanatic. You know what I mean? You did that too. That was for you, champ. Never forget it, man. You know, the supports. We got Bobby Shaw, $20. He says, it's Earl fans upset, but get your tall... For nothing ass out of here. You was with Ryan weight, weight excuses and was with Canelo vegan and not eating meat and broken hand. And he was a baby versus Floyd excuses out of here. Just admit it. Well, 
the good thing about me is even though you want to put me in a box, I've been doing this for so long that my pick on Floyd Canelo is there, and it's certainly not Canelo. So I never called him a baby. And the excuses with Ryan, um, I guess I could be put into that side of the street where I made excuses because I certainly, you hear me now. I'm saying Tank could move up and challenge Crawford. I always believed in Tank. So to see him put the YouTuber in a catch weight with a rehab, that shit hurt my soul. It really did. I'm, I won't lie. You got me to admit it. It hurt my soul. Did he put that motherfucker off? Like, you gonna put a motherfucker in a rehydration clause and a catchway? It better be Terrence, Bud, Crawford, but but the teeny bopper? Come on, man. So what was the other one you you you, you mad at? He said Canelo vegan. Uh, I mean, yeah, I also never made excuse for the Clem Buterol. He got suspended. Six month suspension, champ. It is what it is. I just give you the facts, you know? That uh, the WADA raised the levels, so so did VADA. So that's why the WBC only gave him a six-month suspension because the trace amounts, they just were, what was the word they used? Uh, um, something with a C. But anyway, it was they, they, they say that the amounts found in Canelo were consistent with, with eating meat. Which, believe it or not, which, I I never believe it. Hold look, on. you're an athlete. But look, Google who fights. Yo, look, listen. You know, I don't think you should be popping with tea or meat or or anything. But like look, the excuses that they come up with, like blood pressure medicine, like it's always dick pills. It's always not true. Oh, oh, like the girl that says she didn't pop. She slept with someone that was using it. No, like. I always think you cheated if you pop. It don't matter what your excuse is. You pop. You pop and you're an athlete. Like, it's very hard for me to believe that you're not cheating. Like, you're in this sport. So, like, everybody, they just give you an excuse. Whose excuse is better? You know? It's like we interview Victor Conti. Everybody's out here trying to beat, get the best Get the get the best out of a body without crossing the line or without using something that's on the banned substance list. So, you know, it's a race. G ball, five dollars. Ness, you talking like you could whoop Earl or something with how spicy you've been talking. Quit being spiteful and stay in your lane. I think you just butt hurt. I just think you thought. He was going to stop Crawford, and you was going to get to dance. You motherfuckers need to stop being sensitive. First of all, I see a lot of you in the chat. I timed out a few, but let me let me, let me me say this so that you can hear me clearly. Your butt hurt. I'm not being mean. I don't need to stay in my lane. Motherfucker, he said he was going to put Crawford in the dirt. What the fuck does that mean? Danny, what does it mean to put someone in the dirt? You ain't say knock him out. You ain't say knock him out. You ain't say fucking beat him in the dirt. And you fucking fans was out here yelling it too. So now, if y'all could cheerlead, I'm cheerleading. I picked Crawford, motherfucker. 
I ain't done celebrating. And if you don't like it, get your ass up out of here. How about that? Yo, my interview with Bomac that's mm-hmm. dropping today on YouTube.com forward slash mm-hmm. The Boxing Voice. Mm-hmm. He said that he still ain't came off the clock. Aha, yeah, he, me neither. You want like, you, you trying to rush me from when I get I get to like, stop celebrating. He, Fuck off. He like, yeah, I ain't gonna lie. Like, it ain't hit in, it, it ain't it ain't really hit me yet. Like I'm still on cloud nine. I'm like, nah, that's what's up. What'd he say after that? Y'all gotta go see youtube.com forward slash the boxing boys. We got boxing IQ 365 super chat. Duran was 71 and 1 when he jumped two weight classes and beat Leonard. He was the older and more experienced fighter. It's not the case in Bud versus Tank levels. That's the thing. Duran was 71 and 1. We checked that resume. I don't know. Maybe you should. I ain't got the time to keep educating every single person that wants to just believe what they were told. You know what I'm saying? Tank. Tank could get to 101 if he fights some of the motherfuckers that did this dude fought. Let's stop the bullshit. Y'all already mad at the dudes Tank is fighting. He fought Quellar, former champion. You mad. You know what I'm saying? Go look at some of these dudes Roberto Duran fought to get the 71 and 1, as you say. $5 from Potato Chip. According to Tarver, everything he mentioned, you shouldn't have to tell a unified champ. Tarver only proves something was wrong with Arrow. E-A-R-L. Two thinking emojis. <laughs> these, these Spence fans. Look, look, look. Now they talking about, now you see, that means something really was wrong if Tarver seen it. We got Dimitri Alexander with $2 Super Chat. He says, how Earl cleared to fight before Ryan on box rack? Thinking emoji. <laughs> Bro, because the politics, man. Las Vegas... Didn't the Las Vegas judge withhold um, Floyd Mayweather's sentencing so that he could fight, so that they could bring money to the city? Then he went to jail. It's no different here. It's like, oh, wait, you need to fight by December? We're going to make sure we clear you before that. They literally said that he generates so much money for the city. (laughs) You got to. That they have to let him fight in order for the casinos to pay their bills. You got to. Some along them lines. You got to. So what did Nevada do? The athletic commission for this particular fight now, fast forward, 2023. Oh, he got knocked out. We usually do a 90 game suspension. Damn, we 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 gonna be in the running for the city. It's either us or they going somewhere else. Right? It's either Las Vegas or they going somewhere else. Hey, Nevada State Athletic Commission, make sure you make him give him 60 days so he got 90 days to train. Simple. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Tommy. Until we get a universal commission sanctioning body, it's going to be the Wild Wild West forever. What up, nigga? You got me? We got you. What up? You know it. Shout out to BZ. Hey, man. Shout out to the Earl fans. You know, they just, they just, you know what I'm saying? I guess. I guess they, they the type of what Matt Hoffa said. They the ones that wonder why they son and their best friend look so much alike. <sighs> You feel me? They just delusional. They can't. They can't take it. <laughs> you feel me? So, so you know what I'm saying? We make it. So, if this is excuse show, we can make excuses. So when when my boy lost with a broke hand, y'all want to hear that shit? Who your boy? Then you said uh, Thurman. Oh wow. You said you said you said uh, a source said that Earl wasn't far, but da 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 da. Well, here's a, here's. Here's the source from it. I'm in the camp. I'm in the. That boy ain't far for her. Bye. 
And uh, in his last four fights, Pacquiao, Rosacito, Danny, and Porter, I can say right now that boy ain't sparred no more than 25 rounds for all those counts. All of them. Like combined or each? He, uh, combined, combined, combined. Bro, you saying that's one sparring, one shortened? I'm, no, I'm, I'm saying in four counts, he had 25 rounds of spar for four counts because uh, he was that injured that. during four counts. I mean, yeah, you know, it is. I'm just saying. So, you know, excuses, excuses, because when somebody else takes a loss and it's just somebody just better than them, and that's just it. But, I you know, I guess these delusional Earl fans got every, everything going. I'm just telling so, me what good sources told me that. You know what I'm oh, saying? yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, well, I, yeah, well, there's another good source right here. I just, I just gave y'all a bombshell. There you go. So, but you know, if, if people gonna use, oh, he didn't spar. That's why. Well, okay, I can say the same thing about my boy. So, but you know, it is what it is, man. Uh, you know, Derek James has proven to be a good coach. So I don't really know why people diss him too hard. But at the same time, like, uh. You can't say something was wrong with Earl because Antonio Sarver said what he wasn't doing. He been wasn't doing all that. He wasn't. He didn't have all that in his fight. And and Crawford was what I saw was Crawford was willing to punch between shots and catch and shoot. So that you know obviously that's when you're open to take a to take a punch. So Earl's known for having good defense, I guess, but. You know, Crawford got faster, and I don't feel like Earl Timing was off. Nigga, he just slow. He just slow. Like, that's it. That's it. You slow. And you fucking with somebody that got eyes like that. So you can't be slow with people like that. So, but. Gotta have a good one. That is it. They are waving it off. Appreciate the call. All right, all right, all right. Um, we got Suleiman the Scholar. Suleiman. Okay. Yes. Yes. How you doing? Yeah. Uh, listen, man. Um, yeah. So the show, the show is pretty good, man. Um, I'm having fun listening to all the point, all the opinions. But I, I agree with you 100%. And also, Antonio Tavar, um, that, that guy had to do something with that young guy. You have to do a trainer for this fight. You got to train. Like, you could tell, you could tell they're stuck on that, that, that mode, that rough, powerful style they got. Because once that powerful style didn't work, he, you know, he, he didn't have a plan B. He didn't have a plan C. You know what I'm saying? His, his body attack is, is, is telegraphed. He got a, a telegraphed body attack in his left hand. He telegraphed it too much. He, it, that wasn't... That wasn't he, didn't, he never showed the kid how to throw a, a, a better shot, you know? And his head movements, you know? I think what happened was he he he, he was supposed to lose that fight with Ugas. But he fought his heart out. He won the fight, you know what I'm saying? But they did, they, 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 they was just happy they won that fight, and they didn't they didn't implement another game for him to win. And the preparations for this fight, um, uh, this guy had to fight with David Avenese, and he was sharper. He fought a, guy, a dude that was a real threat, that that was a real good... Uh, a good um uh tuna fight for him for the for the Edward Spence. That the guy he was sitting on the bench for a while, he, he his skills could have deteriorated, you know, plus the injuries, all that plays into effect. Um the show is great, man. I'm having fun time listening to the show. Uh 
you take care and also Javante should move up, man. Javante should move up, bro. There's no that he should not listen to the to the hate naysayers. That's gonna be the biggest fight, Javante Davis against Temis Crawford. I, I got a feel I, I I feel I feel like Temis Crawford should not move up. He should stay there and defend those belts. Yeah, he has no business one fifty four, but if he wants to go up there, he that's his choice. No but business. that he should stay he should stay there. He should stay at 147. He could make money at 147, bro. It's big fights at 147. There's a lot of guys that could come up and he could I fight. agree, man. I don't know how the Tim Zoo is a bigger fight than Boots. He, come on, Tim. Boots, Boots could make, make a money. Why? Because he bring Australia? Yeah. But he going to have to come over here. He you think, you think Crawford Bo- going Boots will make him money, bro. Yeah. Boots will make him more money. Boots will make him more money in that fight, man. Well, you guys have a great day. Thank you. I mean, you can't deny that he's got a, a a bunch of Australians that would travel. How many? I don't know. How many that live here? It's what the I Australian government is willing to pay for that. But how they going to pay for something over here? Over there. Oh, so you saying Crawford going over there. Bro, that's what I keep saying. Whoa. Did you ask Bo Mac that? Come on, man. YouTube.com forward slash The Boxing Voice. I'm just saying, bro. You got to let it. the people know that you with it. You want it. Bullshitting. You got to let them know you want it. You got to. But listen, if you're watching this on YouTube, go ahead and smash that thumbs up button. It's going that up. is it. They are waving it all. It's going to help with the visibility of the show. It's going to help put this episode in the eyes of other boxing fans that haven't quite yet found us. So go ahead and help us remain number one on iTunes by dropping us a five-star review. On yesterday's episode, I showed you guys how to drop a five-star review, both from computer and phone. So please take the time to do that. It's absolutely free, and it helps us tremendously with visibility. We got CYP. CYP, you never dropped us a five-star review. I never read a review from CYP. <laughs> so, man, all right, at the end of this call, tell me where to go, because you know what I'm saying? Tell me where to go. Tell me where to go. Gotcha. I don't know. E-4-O. All right, um, CYP Discoveries, coming back at you. First off, Roberto Duran did not jump up no weight division for no litter. He was already there and had eight fights at welterweight before, versus nobodies. No, but no, 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 no. What I'm saying is Leonard. Leonard was at 147, mm-hmm. but Duran was already there for eight fights before Leonard even became a champion for the first time. Like Leonard wasn't even champion when that when Duran was fighting at 147. He didn't move up for him. Like people, people add on to these myths because they think people are lazy and they're not gonna fucking study. CYP Discovery is on. It's on the job. He did not jump up nowhere for him. Cut the fuck out. Also, um, shout out to, uh, what, what is my man's name in the chat? I forgot your name. But, yes, Ken Buchanan was a good fighter. My man was a undisputed champion at 135. Problem is, he beat one champion there. The other belt was vacant. That's how he became undisputed. I'm trying to figure out. You beat one champion, and you're undisputed, but we're talking about how much four belts matter. I like one belt be the champ, but you can't be the best in 135 undisputed if you're saying Duran was the best of the era. You're undisputed, but they say Duran's better. That means they're belittling your career, my guy. I'm just keeping it fucking real with you. So stop with Duran shit. The last take, I figured this out. Anybody who wants to discover it, discover it. 
by age 30, Roberto Duran, Tank Davis. Tank Davis is better than Duran was at age 30. For Tank to go forward and be the next Duran would mean he would have to move up and start losing all the big fights as he moves up and just become this warrior who fights anybody. Winning is not what was happening so much for Duran as he moved past Sugar Ray Leonard at to age 30. To become Duran, he needs to get a welterweight fight over a legendary name. I don't care how you picture it, how you paint it. Duran fought at 47 versus an undefeated Sugar bro. Ray Leonard, bro. Leonard at 24 years old was not the Sugar Ray Leonard who was a legend. That's the difference. You're not, how the you're fuck? not understanding. You, you, time out, brother. Time out. So Shakur, so Shakur isn't who he is, right? Devin no, ain't who he is. He's going to be better. They're going to be better as they get older. Bro, take we already consider Shakur old. one of the greatest fighters, bro. Like no. You, take, right. take him to 24. Go to 24 years old. Shakur is 26 right now, right? That means he was a two-division champ after 24. Take him to 24. Take Devin to 24. He was not undisputed. What I'm telling you is that 24 years old, they were not the guys they are at 26, 27 moving forward. So do the same thing for Leonard. He beat Leonard at 24 by barely beating him. And then to him that in is it. Next fight at 24. Go ahead. CYP, can I tell you something? Go ahead. You're right. Devin wasn't undisputed at 24. He was undisputed at 23. How old is Devin right now? 24. I thought Devin, so I thought, so he's two years younger than Shakur? Yeah, and a half. His birthday's coming up, but, you know. I thought Shakur is 26. He is. That's what I'm saying. Devin is a year and a half younger. He's about to turn 25 in a, in three months, three and a half months. Cool. You use that for Devin. Did Sugar Ray Leonard beat Roberto Duran at 24 or not? Mm -mm. Yes, he did. He beat him six months later. He was 24 years old. Thank you very much for putting your nose into my business. He beat him and lost to a 24-year-old Duran. So if you're going to count the win, count the loss as well. Well, of course you. you count the loss, but there but, was an immediate thank rematch. You. But it, but he, but yes, he lost immediate. to Leonard. But he lost, like, why is that bad? He beat he beat a twenty four year old Leonard by one point on two Jets scorecards. Immediate rematch later, he quit. He's more I, known I for go, quitting champ. than he is for the win. I gotta go. So man. count them both. I gotta count go. both of those. I gotta go. Listen to what he's saying, right? So essentially, obviously Valdez is not as good, but right, that's like Shakur fighting Valdez. Right, beating Valdez or Valdez beating Shakur and Shakur coming back and beating Valdez immediately and him discrediting Valdez because Shakur was young. He was 24. Like, none of that makes sense, bro. None of that makes sense. I don't even know why you, like, why is it bad to compare Tank to Duran? And 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 what's the big deal that he was at 47 fighting bro, nobody? Like, if you Google again, it, he fought nobodies. That's called acclimation fights. That's like Danny fighting Rod Salka. And, and again, it was never about Duran. It was just about people throughout history of the sport moving up. Yeah, and, 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 and if Duran can do it, and again, instead of destroying Duran, you should be on my side that since he thinks so little of Duran, and Duran was able to move up to be the legendary fight, instead of diminishing that, Jump on my side and say, yeah, Tank can do what Duran did. Simple. If you don't think he could beat fucking Bud, say, but I'd rather him fight a welterweight than Keith Thurman. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, Jesus Christ, why we got to break down a fighter? Knight, what up? Now Duran ain't great. Sheesh. Shouts out to the boxing voice, man. Uh, Shouts out to Ness, Danny. I don't know why we, I mean, I understand it, but I really don't. Like, I mean, I don't know why we still on Earl getting his ass whooped, but hey. It is I mean, what it what else is this hot, though? Let's be real. Like, I Jake mean, Paul's I, I fighting mean, yeah, this weekend right. on a Sunday. No, I'm just, I'm no, just, he's listen, not. what do you mean? And in a Sunday, June, August 5th? I thought it was Saturday. Is it nah, Sunday? No, bro, Saturday? today's Thursday, right? It's already Friday, or, yeah, today Friday, today the 4th, tomorrow the 5th, Saturday. Coming. Oh, all right. So, yeah, Jake okay, Paul fights Saturday. this week. That's it. And it's pay-per-view. And Shadeja on the card. Shout out to I Jake mean, Paul that did an interview. Ain't Amanda on the card, too? Amanda uh, on the card, too. Yeah, right? and she fighting a girl that she beat yeah, the fuck call, up. So, call it. Call it. Is she ago. getting a stoppage or not? You can't tell. See? You uh, can't tell. That's, uh, great. That's crazy, right? Yeah, call it. Call it right now. Live. She getting a stoppage. I say I say I say Serrano getting I want to say Serrano getting a stoppage because Heather Hardy over 40. Is this fight in New York? Where's this fight happening? Texas. She ain't getting stopped. She ain't getting stopped. Texas commission, brutal. Brutal. They'll let it go. They'll let it go. And Serrano really ain't got pop, man. She fake knockouts. You want to see a stoppage, go go Shadesha. But man, hey, hey, the other day I ain't get the call in, but hey, man, I, I like that T.O. Bud shit, man. I like that talk right there. I like that T.O. a good ass fighter. People want to down him, but at the end of the day, T.O. go out there and whoop ass when it's time to whoop ass. Even though, you know, that Sandor Martin fight, I mean, it is what it is. I feel like he lost, but hey, judges say he won. But hey, man, when it's when it's time to fight, when he in there with a real dog, he he shows he can step up that competition. Who Tio? So I like that Tio Bud shit, man. Yeah, Tio. I gotta get man. Let me text Punch. I never text Punch yesterday. I gotta get him to ask Tio that shit. I, you know, man, Devin, my favorite fighter. And you know what I'm saying? I ain't I ain't I'm a boxing fan of Tio. I'm not a fighter fan of him. I say that. Cause he he can he can fight his ass off like box like, but as far as like him being one of my favorite fighters, whatever, I don't like his antics or whatever. But when he get in that ring and handle his business, he handle his business, man. So I I would like that Tio um and Crawford talk, man. Cause I don't think Tank going up. Tank already said that he's not going up no more. He been said like he's comfortable bro, at thirty five. Y'all gotta he understand. Also said, he also said that he would knock Crawford out in six. No, 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 I no. Mean, but yeah, it ain't I even know. about that. It ain't about that. Watch. I'm going to just show you. Javonta Davis purse Barrios. That is it. They are waving it off. You ain't even got to look up, Ryan, because uh, Dan Rayfield reported 40 million. So for Barrios. And this, I don't even like this website. I'm not even going to go to that website. Come on. Give me a better website. Come on. Come on. What are you trying to find? Barrios tank purse. But purse purse. Tank's purse, not Barrios. But if Barrios fight. Yeah, that was a minute ago. Yeah, I know. Why that one, though? 
uh, something he said. He triggered me. But because that's the one before Ryan, right? Fuck no. Which one was after? Which one's before Ryan? <laughs> Isaac? Uh, Isaac? Fuck no. What? Before Ryan was a Hector. Before Hector was Rosie. No, no, no. Last one. Garcia. Cool. Garcia. Oh, I got to have to put Hector because that other, that other Garcia's Google search power is way more. Way, 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 way more. more. Um, we got, I hate all these new sites that popped up. I've never heard of sports payout. I've never heard of total sports, total sportal, <laughs> the sports rush, sporting news. Like these dudes are just popping up out of nowhere with all these pay-per-view numbers and information for like the last 12 months. It's insane to me. Jesus. In the meantime, though, go ahead and smash the like. Make sure you are subscribed. Plenty of content dropping on the page. Got Fernando Vargas on the one-on-one. Bo Mack. Uh, Coach Bullet. You feel me? Go ahead and check all that shit out. Dropping the day. That's still Ryan Garcia. Let's go out to a caller, champ. Yeah, look. All right, bro. All right. Uh, we got Art. What up? Yo. What up? What's good, man? What's people gotta leave Derrick James alone, man? Like people talking like the best trainers fighters don't lose. Like I don't, I don't understand that. Derrick James, like what? Ever since we've been known that he been training, he lost probably what about four fights. One Jamel fight, one Spence fight. The Marcus and Brown. And Marcus Brown and like probably so probably five fights if you count Bradley Brooks too. So his record probably like a hundred and five. Maybe more than that. So I mean, it is what it is. People gotta face the blame somewhere. So I mean Spence just lost. He didn't look he didn't look right or whatever. Some people saying he ain't spar. Do, do y'all know who Spence's sparring partners were? Because I, I I haven't heard about any of them coming out for that count. I heard uh, he didn't spar while he was in Vegas. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Because usually, like, leading up to the fight, it would be like a sparring partner that would be like, yeah, me and Spence had put in some good work for the count. Yeah, he looking good, but you can't really find any, you know what I'm saying? So it might be true. So, but, um. But yeah, that's my call. Appreciate the call. All you Spence conspiracy theorists, you're going to get that sound by a single time. Bacavelli. I did hear Bud had seven different sparring partners this camp. Hmm. <gasps> Machiavelli. Hello. All right. C Dub, what up? Make sure to unmute. Yo, 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 hot audio. Straight. Yo, yo. Yo, yo. 
Hello. Yo, yo, hard audio. You straight. All right. Cool. We're going to try somebody else. Trying Bacavelli again. Make sure to unmute. Yo, y'all can hear me? Yeah. I can't hear you. I don't think we can hear you on the Twitter spaces. Y'all can hear me? Hello? Yeah, we hear you. Yeah, what's good? So Danny muted us by mistake. Nah, you good. Basically, in my opinion, Derek James underestimated both Bud and Bomac. You could kind of tell, like, in his comments prior to the fight, how he was talking all crazy. He was talking kind of spicy to Bomac. In previous interviews, you could see him kind of discounting Bud's skill, chalking it up to things like athleticism and things like that. I feel like he got caught up in all of that and in turn and put him in a position where... He underestimated how, Crawford. Didn't he say that T.O. was a better undisputed champ or undisputed better Exactly. He was shit. going in on, bro. Like, And I feel like on the other side, I feel like Crawford and Bomack and all of them always gave them their props. Anytime Bomack talk, he always said, yo, it's an honor to compete against him. All is in the third. So I feel like he underestimated them. And then at the same time, like, I feel like no matter how well he coached them, at the same time I could say, I just feel like Crawford is a better fighter than Spence. I feel like Bomack is an excellent coach as well. So I feel like there's only so much they could do. But at the same time, once you talk a shit like that before the fight, when on the backside, if you put forth that sort of performance, niggas going to criticize you regardless. So, for me, he kind of brought it upon himself. He definitely didn't give Errol the best chance he could have had. But in my opinion, even if he did, it probably would have made it a better fight. But I think the result would have been the same, in my opinion. But I feel like he underestimated them, and that's why he's in the position he's in right now. I don't think he's a bad coach. I think he's an excellent coach. And I think I don't think it'll affect Joshua or anybody else in the stable. I think he'll go on and still do good things. But... He definitely, you could tell this one was a bit more personal for him. He got caught up in this shit and in turn it affected the performance of him and his fighter. That's my call. Bruh, he was super tight after the fight. Like, I'm going to find the clip of... Nigga was talking about it haunted him. He was saying, yo, shit, it's going to haunt me. No, but in Seven the ring, like, yeah. in the ring when Earl and, 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 and Crawford are hugging and talking... Look at Whoa. Derek, bro. Oh, yeah. Oh, Derek yeah. is fucking, like, if looks could kill, Crawford would be dead right there, bro. Like, he's just standing two feet behind him with the killer ice grill. It's like, damn, champ, right. let, let them have their moment. Yeah, he was talking too crazy before the fight for my liking, but, you know, Better. I think he's, a, like I said, I, I think he's still a good coach. He's an excellent coach regardless of the fact. Nah, he's gonna be better after this, cause you know exactly. everybody's gonna nitpick him and he's gonna he's gonna critique himself now. Now he's gonna try to think what he did wrong, what could he have done better, and how he could do that moving forward with the next crop of fighters and the fighters that, you know, got fights now. But I stop right, the boys, fight and thankfully it is over. Um, let me see who's on these super chats before we move on to the next one. Uh, we don't want to leave anybody behind. And we last stopped off at Dimitri Alexander. We got Nate the Alien, $5. Inside Source confirms Earl drank 
two cups of water before walking out and had a tummy ache. That's how he lost. Rolling on the floor emoji twice, double clown emoji. Average boxing fan, $5 super chat. That's his third one. Charlo said, Earl punched like a heavyweight. Nello's going to beat the lion out of that boy. How much blame will Derek James get if Charlo gets the wall beat out of him? Why Why the wall or the brick? I mean, that's a wall or a brick emoji. I don't get it, but it's hieroglyphics at this point. We got Demo, $5. I'm landing in Vegas in 20. What's that, Hardinko? And how... <laughs> How can I get one of them chips? Well, Danny's gonna be on the on the on the block later tonight. Yeah, you so. can pull up on me. I'll be at top rank later. You know, I'll throw you a few chips. Hit up. I don't Hardin. know about a few. It's one chip per person. My man said a few. You already gonna get a chip plus a discount if you go see Stephanie. I ain't gonna lie, bro. Kiki. Just use the discount then, cause you know. Why? I mean, I, bro, going out your way for $5, I wouldn't do that. I mean, it's $5, the grinder. It's the grind. Remember, it's like a three-pack thing, bro. That's one. That grinder is like, that shit is essential, son. Look at this. It looked like a credit card, but it's also a it's grinder. Cheese grater. You could use it for a fucking, the, to push your shit in the cone. Like, this is fueguillo, man. What's wrong with this kid? No, nah, you know what's funny? What? I know, you already said that story. What? The Some... kid, the kid that was so excited, he had that and it saved his life. I'm just saying, you said that story, but go ahead, you got another one. See the oh, same story. Nah. <laughs> I ain't finished with the super chats. Oh, damn, go ahead, see Doug. Go ahead, he tripping. See Doug. See Doug. He gonna say uh, it's hating on him. Twitter hating on him. God damn it, C-Dub. Bro, I still ain't find this, this Tank Davis purse versus Garcia. The whole point I'm trying to make is, bro, he made $40 million. He not about to go back down to these type of purses again, man. Yeah, no C-Dub, jump out and jump back in. Jump out and jump back in. It's just, it's, it, I don't see Tank. I mean, I get y'all with the whole, oh, Tank ain't never take a time. But, like... How else is he gonna make forty million? Who else gonna give him forty million? How else do you get a million pay per view buys? Tank versus Core, that's doing a million. It gotta be Bud right now. Who else is Tank doing a million with? It gotta be Bud right now. Even though their pay per views is a lot less than what I was hoping for. Who Bud and Earl? That's what I'm saying. That's why you need Tank. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you need Tank. And then it's power versus power. He said D Tank versus Devin do two million. I swear to God, I hope. I swear to God, I hope. But I we're gonna be waiting. Devin, Devin gonna have to talk that shit. He gonna have to become Floyd Mayweather in the Oscar De La Hoya press conference. You remember that shit? Oh, yeah, get the chickens and all that he shit. He gonna have... That's who he gotta become. You ain't selling a million pay-per-views regular just chilling like, skills pay the bills. We'll see when we get in the ring. That shit ain't gonna do it. 
That shit ain't gonna do it. That shit ain't gonna do it. You gotta choke a motherfucker. You gotta be Floyd. Floyd choked. Didn't he choke Victor in the press conference in the, in the weigh-in? Before the headbutt, remember, there was a choke. Wasn't there a choke? It was a choke, man. What is your... Oh, yeah, yeah. Bro, what you mean? Fucking... Check the pre-pros, jeez. Bang! What you got here for us? No, nah, you know, I'm just... We working, champ. That's all. And they want us to stream. I, I ain't even tell you that. I don't even know what you sent. I got to look on this phone. You heard? What up? Oh, you don't know what I sent. No, I don't. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. Who we got? Who we got? Who next? Let me see. Try and see Dub again. Oh, that. He ain't jump out and jump back in. He ain't listen. Oh, I hear you, actually. Nope, that's the bell. Yo, yo, hard audio. I hear you, actually. Yo, man, appreciate that, man. Twitter, ever since they made the jump to... to Stop it, the man. fight, and thankfully, it is over. Damn, appreciate you coming back to me. Shout out TVV, smash that like button, it's free, do something with yourself. You know, shout out Walk. shout out Ness, shout out to the chat. Back call, man, we here. You know, we, it's just, uh, this, this is life, man, this is life. You know, um, this how it is when you highlight it. You know, when you win the coveted, Trainer of the trainer of the year award, then people are gonna look and see at your next fights, who you fighting, when you're gonna lose. Now they wanna critique you and say, Oh, how he got the how he got the, the trainer of the year. Like that that's just like, why do we fall, Ness? Why do we fall, Danny? To get you know, back chat, up. Just, to get back why up. Why do we fall, man? To learn how to get up. That's why. A loss will make will force you to work on the weaknesses, yes. They probably been saw this, but they just said, hey, our strengths want to cover up for our weaknesses. And it didn't. And it's okay. None of us was in the camp. Like Ben said, it's hilarious to hear people, you know, say they, they didn't train this way. They didn't fight no southpaws. It's it's hilarious, man. But, hey, if they got a, if they got somebody in the camp that's telling them this, kudos to you. Um, did you hear everything that, That dude said in the in the train. I mean, you cutting out in the corner. Did you? Yo, yo, yo. There you go. Did everybody hear everything Derrick James said in the corner? No, No. we didn't. We heard some of the things he said in the corner. We didn't hear everything. So was it Arrow not doing what Derrick James said? Was it Derrick could have been given more advice or better things to do? Could could be. I think, and I'm not no trainer. I didn't win trainer of the year. But I was always asking for the Mikey Garcia era. I always was saying, hey, make the fight boring and let, let Bud come to you. But even though people are going to say, hey, Arrow don't is not the type of fighter, that's the lesser of the two evils I would have chose. Hey, but hey, that's why you lose, man. I mean, that's why you fight. If you lose, you go back to the drawing board. I, I, think, I, I think I came up in the wrong age, man. Like, as is it out of Sanya, man, that in the UFC, when he lost three times, he got knocked out twice. Was he going to fight to do it again? And then what he did, Danny, you you know UFC. What he tell tell your boy Ness what he did. Tell the chat you what said, he did after he is he against who? Pereira when he got knocked out twice, oh, bro. And then bro, what he so look, so then look, what so he look. did the, so Pereira what he did his, the fourth time, bro. He went so his kid had got in the cage right. And I like, thought all like, him, and okay, go ahead, yeah, tell him. Out, so, right? So, so this yeah. dude remembered eight years later 
Now they in the UFC, not the minor leagues. It was like some up and coming shit. Now they in the UFC, biggest fucking stage. So Stop the fight and thankfully it is over. Asleep, he finds the dude's son sitting cage side, points at him, and then just falls to the ground like 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 a dead body. Like remember, motherfucker, but bro, he was a little kid. Like he a little kid. Like the dude, the kid when he did it was probably four. So he probably now like ten or eleven. The kid did it to him. To him when his dad when his dad beat him the first time. You get what I'm saying? So he, and he was probably four or five years old at the time. Did they call him Savage for that? Bro, it went viral. It was being talked about on every sports show. It was being talked <laughs> Who about. Who did that? Who did uh, that? Israel Adesanya. I love it. That he's, was savage. He's, he's actually a boxing fan. I've uh, met him at a couple fights. I've sent the link to CYP to drop a five-star review on how to do it. It's a step-by-step video. Anyone need it, let me know. I'll DM it to you for sure. I got Super Chat from Boston Jared $5. Did you go back and watch Duran fights, or did you just count stars next to his opponents' names on BoxRack? Um, if you're talking about me, I only watch popular Duran fights, so I've never claimed to be a historian. And on box rec, I'm not looking at stars. I'm looking at wins and losses. And, um, you know, some of them dudes, like, I mean, if you really want to make me pull it up for y'all, I will. Nah, it's cool, champ. Oh, wow. How, how big was that super chat? Not Cinco pesos. Oh, yeah, not big enough. Not big R-R-T enough. <laughs> boxing with Mr. A. He puts, okay, um, heart, green heart for Hardeen, face with Hardeen smoke coming out two times each, right? Yes. Let's go. Appreciate the and love. We got $2 Superstar AT said, y'all doing a betting show for the J-Card? Well, we're doing a betting show tomorrow, well, today for sure. Um. And it's going to include the Jake card. I mean, I just need Jake to win, and I clear. And whoever followed my parlay from months ago, and not Danny's parlay. I told y'all. I told y'all the long play, baby. The long play. <laughs> my shit hit. I don't know what you're talking about. Josh lost. Oh, you right. <laughs> Ronnie, what up? Damn. Right. Good morning. Good morning. How you guys doing, man? Straight. Damn right, that fucking Josh Live, bro. You know what I'm saying? Fucking, I'm glad I, I, I went, uh, Mets was off that week, bro, when you guys did the betting show. And I had just came on the, on the champ level to bet with you guys. And, uh, and you rolled with I looked Danny. at my wife and I was like, I just can't do it. Huh? I was off, so you rolled with Danny, and now look at you. I didn't, I didn't roll with Danny, bro. I was like, I can't do it. I, I just had a feeling, man. I was even calling in, talking to you guys, saying, hey, Josh is gonna fucking get him. He means he's too big. He's he's a he's a dog in there. You see, he's rough. I remember the fucking pro grease fight. I'm like, man. But I just had a, a last minute change of heart, bro. I'm like, man, he'll he'll he's that dude, bro. When, when Till wants to rise the occasion, man. That's why I kind of like to talk to you talking about with fucking Till going up one more weight division right now. Shit, he's already had three fights at 140. Like he just moved up. Um, get up there and go at that blood fight, bro. I'm not saying he's gonna win. But we've seen him rise to the occasion. Um, I mean, I know he got dropped by Gamboa. He was going through some health issues, and he was weight drained. So let's um let let him get up there and wait. You know what I'm saying? Let's get the chick and hold up. We know he's got good skills. They're both uh they're both good boxers. 
Kill has that athleticism and that fucking fast twitch, bro, that it, it's going to be hard for anybody to kind of, you know, deal with. We're talking about Spence. I watched the Spence fight over yesterday, Spence and Bud. Um, bro, Spence was fighting. He was trying, bro. He came out in the first round, and now all the fucking Spence fans are going crazy. Second round, he was still, he was doing good up until he got dropped. Bro, he was doing good for the first two minutes. The last minute, he started getting kind of caught. Then he got dropped. And then, uh, even in the third round, the third round was close too. I mean, I gave it to Bud, but it was a close, it was a close round. And Spence was trying. He's coming through. He's trying to dog him out. Um, I like, I like Antonio Tarver. Um, Derek James, you know, Kenny, Kenny Porter kind of said the same thing, bro, that, you know, like, he, he didn't say it straight out, but he made some subliminals about not so much the training aspect of it, but that he would never let one of his fighters go through the punishment. He's like, man, after round six, he's like, you can see that there was just nothing he's going to be able to do, especially after round seven. You mean they should have kind of let a – they should have kind of looked at, at, at Spence a little more at, for his safety out, I think. But it is boxing. It's a fucking, you know, brutal sport, you know, John said, Wilder, let me go out on my motherfucking shield. And that's how, you know, all boxers think. You see, even when they stop the fight, Spence at the referee, like, what the fuck you mean? You serious? But, um, Word. man, that's my call, brother. It's Friday. Thank you guys for the content. I'll be listening later on for the Betty Show. I'm, uh, I do want to say one more thing, man. I'm, I'm kind of excited about this fight next week with fucking Joshua and fucking and White, bro. Both these motherfuckers are chinning, and both of them got good talent. So, Man, I might roll an upset on that motherfucker next week, bro, but I'll be tuning in to hear what you guys got to say about it. All right, brother. Appreciate That's my the call, call. You got to make sure you hit that thumbs up. Yes, sir, man. Appreciate you. Yes, sir, buddy. Is that right. going? You as well. You as well. Burrow City E, what up? Yo. What's good? Yeah. Sitting here listening to these niggas calling on this bullshit. Ain't nothing wrong with Derek James, man. It ain't been like, I'm, I'm telling you, I really wish you. I know you got to give these motherfuckers a safe place to vent, but man, fuck all that. Well, man, I'm a well remember, man. remember, this like, is Antonio Tarver who said that. I don't know, did you hear I, it? What, what Antonio said? What do you say? Right, hold tight, hold tight, brother. I'll be right back to you. We're going to have to do this periodically. I know the show gets long and people forget. And people this is come not, in late. People come in late. This is not our thoughts. We're discussing Antonio thoughts. Antonio Tarver's rant. Bud Crawford tonight. And the trainer got to take some, some flack for that. It's his responsibility, too, to have his fighter ready. Man, he had no nothing about no defense, no head movement, no feints. Didn't have his hands up, feet all everywhere. Bruh, where's the lessons? As trainers of the year and all this stuff, but we don't. What are we? Come on, bro. He, this man wasn't prepared for no Terrence Bud Crawford tonight, and the trainer got to take some fl some flack for that. It's his responsibility too to have his fighter ready. Man, he had no nothing about no defense, no head movement, no feints. Didn't have his hands up, feet all everywhere, bro. Where's the lessons? And that is the clip for those on hold waiting. That is what we're discussing. It's not TBV's thoughts here. We're talking about, you know, legendary Antonio Tava. Go for it, Borough oh, City. Man, listen, listen, listen. I don't agree with that. 
know, I know, I know Tava, great fighter, he beat Roy ass, all that good shit. Man, I, I gotta disagree, man, because a lot of these motherfucking, a lot of these Xboxes don't be knowing what the hell they talking about anyway. You got Shane Mosley confused with, uh, with, uh, with Kank and Haney over the damn, uh, Spencer Crawford shit. You can't really, like, I don't know if they have enough time to analyze all these fights. Earl looked damn good. And, and I'm gonna be a hundred, uh, you got to give Earl some of the blame. Earl said on his own mouth, he was the one who wouldn't take another fight. You think Derek James didn't want him to take a fight in between to stay busy? He, he, he a fighter. He know what the hell he know what the hell it take to to stay at the top. Even though I don't think he was ever at the top, but I, I, I would think he understands. You know, you got to stay active and busy when you taking on pound for pound fighters. Earl did that to himself, so he can't get that excuse. You you stayed out the ring for sixteen months. You, I mean, you knocked August out. You damn near knocked uh, Danny Garcia. I'm not giving you the excuses of. Anything. Uh, the man looked normal to me. He came in with a tight defense behind the jab, using his feet. He didn't use his feet enough. He should have had more in and out, up on his toe movement like Sean Porter. But other than that, man, like you, I mean, it just is what it is. He went up against a pound for pound fighter. You know what I mean? That shit happens. That's what happened when the best fight the best. Then um, ring walk. I really wish boxing was more like the UFC. We saw Alex Pereira beat Izzy once, knock him out twice, and then in the fourth fight, he gets his ass knocked the fuck out. Like, and, and, and you never saw fans get from behind Izzy. You never saw fans get from behind Alex Pereira. They was ready for him to go up to the next weight class to try to fight the next champion. Like, people got to understand, this is the fight business, man. It's going to be a winner. It's going to be a loser. And the NFL teams get blown the fuck out all the time. They don't fire the coaches after the game. The NBA, hockey, golf, motherfuckers going to get blown out the water sometimes. That shit just happens, bro. Like, it just happens. It's a part of the sport. You got to get over it. I ain't throwing Earl away. Earl just need to get back active. He need to, now that Tim getting that WBO belt, if Terrence don't take that fight, if I'm Terrence, I'm trying to go get that scrap. But if Terrence don't take that fight, then you let Earl move up and take that shit. Get another fight underneath him. Get another fight underneath him. But then you try to go back for the rematch. It's simple to me. I'm with the tank shit. I mean, if you can get tank glass in the ring, get him in there. Ain't up but the twelve. Ain't up but the twelve pound weight difference. I'm pretty sure he walks around at one forty seven. But man, shit, that's my call. Than that, man, but we, we appreciate we got, it, man. We got to get these sticker fans out of the box. Stop man. the fight, and thankfully, it is over. Appreciate you, <laughs> Borough City E. Appreciate you. We got oh shit, who the fuck is this? This is this either Jonathan. This Jonathan Sims. I was gonna say Matt, but this Jonathan Sims, I think. Hopefully he feels right? better. Am I right? Hello, can y'all hear me? Oh shit! Hell no. Nah, who this? Who this? This is Jay from Detroit. Jay, what up? Detroit, Apologies. What up? I tried to be Mystic Mac and guess your number. Oh, it's all love. Hey, I got to say this, though, man. I um, Antonio Tarver, he, he got some points to his message, but I think it's all in bad faith because it sounds like he's advertising for somebody to pick him up to be a trainer. You know what I'm saying? He using this fight with Derrick James to, like, this shit on him. You know, because I was listening. He... 
even when he was giving the plan away, he kept saying, like, yo, y'all fighters, call me. If y'all listen to him, he damn near like, fighters, call me. I'm going to be a trainer now. And that's kind of what I've seen from that. Well, he's been training, but. but yeah, but he's like, he, like he on the big stage telling all the fighters, like, y'all listen to me. Some come here. That's where I got from the message. Even when you listen to it beyond that clip that y'all pulled. Mm. But, hey, I hit y'all with this, too, fellas. Like, uh, Derek James, I think he did fine, man. I mean, Spence went up against a guy that's just clearly better than him. Like, that's what happened. And this shit happened in the second round with a knockdown. I mean, shit probably happened too fast, and he was just knocked off his rhythm the whole game. You know, like, I don't see why they're pointing at Derek because whatever Arrow did to get him to this point, it was good enough. And then I hear people say, Arrow never been put in a position where he had to do something different. Yes, he has. He got put in a position where he had to do something different against Kale Brook. But guess what he did? He kept doing what he always do. He just pressed forward. He just pressed forward. He lose rounds, lose rounds, and then he hurt you, and he keep going, he keep going. He just lost to a better fighter. But I just want to make this one comparison, and I'll let y'all brothers go. I seen Spence uh, versus Bud as Brock versus Khan. You remember? Because Khan was like, that was the big fight in the U.K. That was the fight that everybody was begging Which for. Which one? And it just didn't Bud? happen. Yeah, uh, but, but but that was old, bro. That was old. Like like Khan and, and and Brooke are not in the place of the career that Earl and and, and Bud are in. It's, it's a bad comparison, in my opinion, just based off that. Yeah, no, I'm 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 giving you that, but it was a big build up. It was clearly that Kale Brooke was the better fighter, and Khan didn't want to have a fight. Khan stood that fight up for as long as he possibly can. And let's remember what Khan did when he fought Brooke. He went and hired Bomax. Everybody keeps saying get rid of Derrick James and all this shit. It really comes down to the fighter. You know what I'm saying? Because I think Derrick James does a good enough job. But the one thing I just think he needs to add is he may need to bring in a team. Because I even seen during the press conference before the fight, he was like shaming Bomax for having a team. He like, oh, it's me, it's me. Well, brother, you need a team too. Because the way it looked like they did TC, they looked like they treated TC like that Russian from Rocky. Remember, they had a whole fucking team. They had them on them. Underwater shit, they had people on, they had a whole staff working on him, and that's probably what he needs to do with his riders. But yo, I appreciate y'all, man. Appreciate you, champ, man. Thank you for coming on the show. I got Treese in Toledo, Ohio. Yo. Yo, yo. What up, what up? Shit, chillin', what's going on? But uh, so I'm just listening in. I heard the little the, the snippet, clip or whatever. I mean, it all makes sense. I ain't going to lie, I mean, but I'm with Buddy. Derrick James was talking too crazy, you feel me? Right. He was talking too – he was talking too – I ain't going to hold you. You talk crazy like that shit. If your fighter lose the way your fighter lost, you, you got to take some of this. You got to take some of this. This is how I go. Mm-hmm. This is how I go. You feel me? It is what it is. I ain't gonna lie. You can't, and I ain't gonna hold you. The best thing for Derek, what the fuck you better hope is that AJ don't lose that fight. You word, feel me? Word. Or you better hope you. Yeah, it's gonna look I, bad. Back to back losses is gonna look bad. He damn near need to impress. Listen. Word, cause look, cause if you Listen. if he, he don't, yo, because because think about it. Frank Martin already said he timing was off, and that's why he looked the way he looked. Earl said his timing was off, and that's why he looked the way he looked. I mean, she. You can't have AJ yeah. going in there talking yeah. that shit too. And how much was he really focusing on AJ though? How much was he focusing? Bro, how much was he focusing on AJ if he was busy with Earl? 
Damn, that's a good question. That's a good question. If AJ looked, because I'm telling you. Was AJ in Vegas, Danny? Yeah. Oh, 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 AJ was out here, so maybe he was training out here. I wonder I wonder who had to pay for that shit. Like, yo, champ, I know you training with me, but I got this big fight in Vegas, so we got to move camp from Dallas to Vegas. I mean, shit. Who paying yeah. for and, that? And by the way. Hey, and by the way, by the way, by the way, I ain't get to talk on that with the with the number. I heard, I seen, I saw six hundred and fifty thousand. Word. I'm looking like, hmm. I ain't gonna lie. I mean, I I kind of expected that you was comparing it to Tank and Ryan, but I expected to do. Nah, I wanted I wanted it to do what Tank and Ryan did, man. This was a great I fucking fight, to, man. I wanted it to do that. We wanted it. We wanted it to do that, but we knew. I mean, come on, man. It's like the we was fucking that popularity shit. Them motherfuckers, teeny boxers, man. They had teenagers fucking. I know. My little cousin was talking about this shit. He don't even know what the fuck boxing is for. Shit was out of control. I'm like, they, Bro, they, I ain't even. I, mean, I gotta ask I my go. daughter. I ain't even ask my daughter. Do she know who Ryan is? And then it's like, uh, and then I'm looking because he was doing a little body shot challenges and all this bullshit, getting punched by NFL players. I'm like, what the shit crazy? But I'm like, uh. But I'm, but and then I'm thinking, Bud and Arrow, they basically pulling from the same crowd on some real shit. I mean, you know, I mean, they di- Ryan brought a different. Bro, I hate that. I hate that people say that, bro. So what they pulling but it's from? The truth, man. But it's we, the truth, bro. Don't you get? Don't you get? Don't you get that 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 we as Americans are more we as. Uh, minorities are more. We as black and brown, we're more. Like, that's a bullshit excuse to say they pulling from the same demographic. They need somebody to be Spanish or they need somebody to... Nah, man. Latinos love boxing. They gonna tune in whether you black, I, I'm brown, not even blue. Talking to, I'm not even talking about that, but I'm talking about, I'm talking about from a demographic as Bud and Earl. They're both respect. They're not like Raw raw fighters, you know what I'm saying? They, they are. not like they it's are. not like it's, it's pro- not like this. Nah, man, the problem was it's not like one of them. Earl didn't. It's not push. like one of them is like a Hank Lundy type, like a Hank Lundy. They're not. They're not like a Hank Lundy character or like a motherfucking Charlo character. They're not that type of but, character. But they they're are. But they are. Let me tell you something, bro. Again, y'all just ain't gonna never tell the truth, bro. It's Earl that changed his energy. Earl was the one that did a whole. Ah. Man, come on, man. Earl did a whole fucking I mean, press did. conference I mean, he... talking about he ain't beat nobody. Algeri better than anybody he beat, who he beat, da-da-da. He ain't keep that energy. He went from you ain't shit to you respecting, he respect him, and, and let's get this money together. Don't knock that shit off. If he'd have been talking that sweet shit, that spicy shit he been talking, Crawford probably have been swinging on his ass like he swung on Benavidez, choking his ass like he choked fucking Hank Lundy. All up in his face, like he do, motherfuckers. They talk crazy. But we needed, but we needed that. But we needed that. But, we needed a little bit of that. But we you needed, know why we, we ain't get WWE it. WWE you know why we ain't get it? Cause we, Earl took a different approach. So so Crawford went that approach with him. They got on the phone together, man. You ain't gonna yeah, get I, no spicy that, shit if that, we if we made say. the fight that's, on the phone yeah, together. We respect each other now. Bro, think about it. Think about it. The first they said the first phone call. He said they only talked about out of an hour. They only talked about the fight for five ten minutes. All right, see, they was talking family shit and goals and and, and life shit. You know, man, so. that's nice. See, I don't need that. We need a little bit of hatred, a little bit of anger, bro. But you gotta understand, Trisha. Bro, yeah, okay. 
I hear what he's saying, though, Danny. Bro, we consumers. We consumers. I get that they fight us and that they turn it off and on when they go home. But the thing is, if you want to sell pay-per-views, it's got to be entertainment. Now, don't get me wrong. That was the best performance that I've seen in so long. But you got to have a performance before the fight to make people watch the fight. Now, maybe the rematch does good, or maybe Crawford does good moving forward because they seen this performance post-fight. Social media is going to help everything he did go viral, but at the end of the day, something got to kick off before. That's why Floyd choked Victor. That's why he was so all up in... Then he put the fingers in Oscar head? Or was that Victor head? Bird. Bruh, Bird come up. on, man. Look how he taunted the UK with Ricky. You know what I'm the, nah, and then you don't know he wore like the rival soccer jersey too. When they there you go, the that went over my head because I ain't know nothing about that. But listen, you don't remember they did the press conference out there and it's raining and they got all the umbrellas and he dancing on stage and shit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I I thought he was just taunting them the way he dancing and he's no, basically pointing sure, sure, sure. to his, you know what I'm saying, to his genitalia. So I'm like, he taunting the whole fucking UK. For I ain't sure. know he had a rival jersey on because I don't watch them sports. But we got a couple super chats. We got to get you. We last stopped off at. Superstar AT. We got Ryan Frazier in Canada right back at us. He says, $5. Boxing is on fire, 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 fire. Wilder, Shakur, Plant, Thurman, Boots, Ryan, Garcia, and Tank can all have pay-per-view worthy bouts before the end of 2023. There's some rumors of Ryan and Tio. I can't see Ryan taking that fight next. I heard he's in negotiations with somebody else. I heard he's in negotiations. Or Oscar is talking or trying to get that fight with with, with Tio, but I don't get that. Like, I maybe Ryan can beat Tio. I'm not putting nothing past nobody ever again, but it's dangerous to get two back-to-back losses from two different fighters. Two top level fighters. That 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 that's that's big. You think Oscar just trying to be on some piss Ryan rival up? Promo- hurt hurt him because he he he. he, he I don't know. Ryan Ryan was at the court side with Mayweather, man. Bro, no. Then he posted from inside his house. I with gee. with his mother, his father, and and did you see Oscar in the comment section says, "I hope you're happy." <laughs> Yeah, no, they was... I swear to God, yo, Oscar, you know, Floyd, I, I, I feel bad Floyd, for Oscar. Bro, uh, the video was like... I got to finish watching that, that, that documentary because where he went wrong, I need to know. The video uh, was in, uh, in Floyd's garage, so, you know, all the whips just oh, lined man. up and shit. He, he probably showed him, like, bro, you see, you see where I'm at? You see where Tank at? You see where you're not at? I can help you, man. I can help you. Because let's be real, Tank made more money than him. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. Yeah, Tank made 40. And that again, that's not endorsements and all that Yo, and I'm saying, yo, and let me tell you. Let me tell you. And I just got confirmed from from my sources that Crawford made 20 plus. For that fight, I can tell you that to get on his trunks started at 100,000. Who? For the Tank. Oh. To get on his trunks for that fight started at 100000 That's big. I got Boxing Patron, $5. Spence tried to do the same thing he does to everyone, impose his power and size 
on you. And when it didn't work with Bud, they didn't have a plan B. That's kind of true. That's what people keep saying. We got Ricky Orton, $10. Regarding sports, sports culture, the magic man has a point. In the NBA, when an elite team gets swept, everybody except the owner is to blame. Players, coaches, the general manager. Spence was an elite and was swept like the dust. So do you, do you agree? Because you're the other sports guy. I mean, yeah, like, if if a team start having bad seasons, you know, coaches go. And then maybe after, like, two, three coaches, yeah, they might get you a new GM. Hmm. You get what I'm saying? Um, And then... Players get blamed? If you have, like, decades of failure, yeah, it's ownership for sure. Like, then, then, then the finger get pointed at the owner because it's like... You not make but you skipped over the players and coaches. Players. I mean, yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Like, so game to game would be players, players and coaches. But like I said, then if it's a consistent thing over two, three seasons, coaches out of there. Mm. And then if it's like two, three bad coaches, the GM is out of there because you can't pick a fucking coach. You ain't picking the right draft. You ain't making the right draft picks. And then, bro, if you if you had like a decade and a half, two decades plus, and you ain't won a title. Yo, you might want to look at your ownership. I ain't going to lie because uh, got to make sure the ownership is in the best interest of the team. Michael Fisher, Cash App, $10. He says, I hope Derek James not biting off more than he can chew. Raw dog, that's why I said it, yo. We've had the same ownership from the beginning. Started with George Hallis, now it's his daughter. She's like Virginia McCaffrey. So you're trying to call them cursed? I'm trying to say that... Because they're rich. I don't think you could be cursed and rich. I'm trying to say that Virginia McCaskey, bro, I want to say she's like 99 or 100 years old and she's still on the... Like, she needs to pass that on. So you're saying they need new blood? Absolutely. Even if it's still the same name? I mean, yeah, bro. Like, her father started that team. I don't expect it to leave the family, but yeah, we need some innovation. We need... We need some new minds. You know? But at 90-whatever, you think she's really running shit or she just like... Bro, then they need to bring in whoever she got. They need to... You know what I'm saying? It's like... Yeah. Mm. Well, getting back to the topic at hand here. Right, let, let me, me play this one is. more time for those that are just jumping in and don't know what it is that everyone is so hot about. Bro, she's 100 years old and she's... As trainers of the year and all this stuff. But we don't... What are we... Come on, bro. He, this man wasn't prepared for no Terrence Bud Crawford tonight. And the trainer got to take some fl some flack for that. It's his responsibility, too, to have his fighter ready. Man, he had no nothing about no defense, no head movement, no feints. Didn't have his hands up, feet all everywhere. Bruh, where's the lessons? As trainer. That is what we're discussing here on TBV this fine morning. We're going out to Scoob. What is up? Hey, what up, what up, what up, Ness? What's what up, Danny? Yeah, um, tell him, tell him, no bars today, but, um, you know, I, I, one of, I think I say it, it's not about how you win, man. It's how you lose. It's how you lose. And one of the things you said, Ness, you know, I've seen how Derek James was looking at Bud, too, man. He looked like he wanted to kill him. There was no congratulations or anything. And, and then, you know, in the fashion that Spence lost. I don't care how, how much you won and how well you won. 
when the way he lost and what Tarver said, he didn't see any faint, his footwork, et cetera. Man, I didn't either. And, and, and really, how often any of the fight? I can't think of any fights where I really saw Spence ever really throwing any feints or, or, or anything like that. The footwork he had, he had a little footwork, but he was always the bigger man so he could move the guys around when he had to use a little footwork in close quarters. So moving the guys, twisting and turning them. But the things that Tar was saying is true, man, and it's how you lose. It's not about just how you win. I don't care if he had 100 wins. If you lose like that, it, 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 it says a lot, man. And then also one of the callers was talking about, we didn't hear everything in the corner that Derek James was saying, but we heard it multiple times. He kept saying the same thing. You got to get around him. Get around him. That's all you got to say for me? That's all you got to do? So, I mean, uh, again, I think it's about how you lose, man, the fashion that you lose in, man. So they need to go back to the drawing board. And Spence do not need to take a, a Costa Zoo fight. I mean, not Costa Zoo, I'm sorry, I'm saying it's that day. Tim Zoo fight. He need to take a little light cushion up fight, man. Don't go in there with another puncher. That'd be crazy after all of that damage you took to his head in the body. That's my call. Peace. All right, brother. Appreciate you calling in. We got Liz Lowe. What up? TBV, what's happening, man? What it do, what champ? Man, everything gravy, man, on this glorious Friday, show. So, check. As I've been listening to all the callers, shout out to all the callers. It just basically come down to this. And shout out to Antonio Tarver for giving his opinion. It's his opinion. Basically, one team had a better preparation than the other one. All I got to say to the Spence fans, I hope y'all on Earl timeline talking to them, you know, sending prayers or whatever y'all need to do. And we'll see y'all at 154. That fight done happened. It's over. The man got beat up. Whatever the excuse or reason that y'all feel that he wasn't what he was, hey, talk to Earl, talk to Derek. Far as Derek, he's still a good trainer, man. That's, but that's the boxing game, baby. All you got to do is lose. You'll see your true fans. Best believe that shit. You'll see them motherfuckers. Because motherfuckers going to hold you up regardless. And it's been a good couple of callers that been calling in about Earl on some good shit. And that's how it both to be, bro. Y'all might well look for the 154 fight. The 147 not happen. But drug his ass, respectfully. You know what I'm saying? So let, let's get the next fight going. Uh, Derek, get back to the drawing board, bro. And it is what it is, man. Just it, it's fighting. One dude was better than the other. Plain and simple. It's gonna happen again. You know what I'm saying? But it is what it is. Shout out to Earl. Come back, champ. And far Derek, keep training, bro. I know you got got down with the boy night. Um, over there in London right now. Then you gotta come back for uh your other team, man. Hey, you wanted did you got it? You ain't have to take the job, but he took it. So we can't like downgrade just because he got a lot of people. Look at Bowman. Look at uh, Robert Garcia. Fucking look at other trainers. So we can, like, just stop looking for excuses, bro. The nigga lost. He got a chance to come back to get a get back. We're going to see what happened at 154. But if he loses again, well, rather, when he loses again, just accept the fact that Bud is a better fighter. I know y'all been dragging his resume. He a small guy. He ain't fought nobody. Then he get up there and do that to Earl and y'all mouth wide the fuck open with your eyes open. Hey, it happened. Y'all can go back. I ain't even looked at it the second time because I'm still kind of, you know, digging what done happened. I'm going to go back and watch, and I'm sure you're going to see a lot more than what I saw the first time. But, again, Bud was a better fighter. Accept it. Goddamn, get ready for 154. Now, when it happened at 154, we don't need no excuses. I'm out there, Count. Y'all stay up, man. All right. Jay Will, Counterpunch in Ohio. Discord, what up? 
What up, champ? What's up? What's up, man? What up? Um, man, not much, man. Um, yo, good show. I'm, and I'm gonna run my joints back to back real quick. I'm at work. Um, yo, Derek James had to do a little bit underprepared. You know what I mean? Um, he just to me didn't have like a a plan B. You know what I'm saying? It was just we're gonna do what we're gonna do or what we've been doing, and there was nothing else. Like once he ran into that roadblock. That was it. Um, I think a lot of Bud fans are having revisionist history about all the spicy talk too. Um, your boy Bo Mac was the one who started the spicy talk by calling Errol a drunk. He was the first person to fire, you know, personal shots years ago. Um, so I think most of the boxing community wasn't even privy to Errol's drinking problem to Bo Mac said that shit the way he said it. Um so what? I think from there, both camps. Knock, knock it both. off. Knock it off. Knock it off. Knock it off. You trying to come on here on some undercover Earl fan, Spence fan shit? You First up, man, don't cut my call off, bro. Nah, don't nah, cut my call nah, off, bro. Nah. Please. Don't act please, like there please. wasn't dozens of videos from the Barclays Center. Come on. Stop, bro. Stop. Stop. Don't do that. Don't try to put it All on right, Bud so... and put it on his trainer. That's starting a false narrative. Come on, man. I lived in the East Coast. I covered every single fucking Barclays Center fight. Don't act like them dudes, them dudes, you know who they was. Don't act like they all wasn't drunk on camera numerous occasions, bruh. Stop the all bullshit. Right. Okay. It's, it's, it's still one thing to see somebody, and it's another thing for your opposing trainer to talk shit about it. So, but but let me let me let me let me get to the um It's also one thing for you to insinuate that it's the trainer that put it on blast for the world to know. So, you know, since anytime somebody says anything. And this is for all the Spills, Errol Spence fans. Um, you know, you want to call us man fans and all this other thing, but bro, you the biggest man fan, bro. Who like, am I man fan? I'm glad on? the uh Canelo. So like the <laughs> And I'm picking Charlo. Like the, uh, and I'm picking Charlo. I've been on record ever since the fight got announced saying I'm picking Charlo. I said I'm picking right, him so and I'm rooting for him. Shut your silly ass up. You just make it. You wasting your call. You're looking bad. No, because you give him more no, time. you keep cutting me off because you don't no, you don't you want got, me to get to the truth. Can you can you, you not cut my call time. off, please? You got more time. I'm gonna shut up and smoke this hard because I smoked you already. Like Buzz smoked right. girl and you tight. All right, so so this is to prove how how much of a man fan this is. Four years ago, when everybody about, was asking for everybody's asking for Canelo he to fight. Talk about Tarver no more. You want to talk about Ness? So again, you let me finish. Again, again, you really in here with the feelings and emotions. You want to talk about me? Talk about hey, the bro, topic. bro, talk bro. Because you you talk about us as talk you about you talk about us as we call talk in. So we can't talk about you back talk in return. Talk about the topic. Talk about the topic. Talk about got you so mad you want to talk about me? Bro, you you nigga took my whole call. Nigga literally took my whole call, you, bro. You can have a whole another one. Take it. Take it. Give him another one. Like DJ Khaled. Talk about, bro, the, okay, talk so, about the topic. Uh, talk about the topic. You still on? You acting like you ain't on. Talk. Because you keep talking. Okay, so look. Because again, on Discord, I can't tell when you can hear me or not. Because when you're talking, I can't hear you. But again, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, when Canelo didn't want to fight Charlo and Andre, and you was putting Canelo in the witness protection program, it was like, it was cool for Canelo to be matchmaker to avoid those fights that everybody wanted to see. We fast forward four years now. Now all of a sudden you pick in Charlo, and the only thing Charlo has fought is Castano, uh, 
Harrison and, and Jason Rosario. Those are the three big names that all of a sudden that now makes him a, a ready to fight Canelo. And now all of a sudden you pick in Charlo over Canelo. So what was it? Was you protected Canelo all those four years when you was making Canelo play matchmaker before anybody like Plant or Benavidez or Charlo could fight him? Because you was calling us all kinds of names. We was just like, man, why, why is Canelo fighting your dude? No, why is so, he fighting this dude? Why is he so fighting that dude? I got a question. Fight a Charlo. Fight a Benavidez. I got a question. But I'm then all like, of a sudden now, four, four on, years champ, later, champ. you picking Charlo. I got a question because I wasn't on the show four years ago, so I got a question. So you talking about 2019? He, he, Ness was saying this? Yes, every show, every Canelo show. But we would ask for Andre, Charlo, yo, or Benavidez. Or Plant. Yo, but... but didn't he unify and then move up two weight classes and become only the fourth Mexican ever to be a fourth division world champion that year? Like he literally. So what he fought? Well, Kovalev when he fought Kovalev. He literally unified with Danny Jacobs and then and then went up and became made history. He he was the fourth Mexican to ever become a fourth division champion, knocking out uh Sergey Kovalev. What you gonna say it was a quick turnaround, even though Canelo did it twice on his undisputed run? I mean, come on, bro. Like, oh. I, I wasn't around for them shows. I'm just saying, like, Canelo was doing some big shit. You feel me? In 2019. Hey. I, I just want to. Okay, that's, that's, that's one year. That's one year. That's hey, one hey, year. Chan. That's one year. No, that's, that's one year. What about the other that, years? Because there's three to four years he so had to make a protectness program. Why, that's why I was clarifying, because that was the year that you said. That's why I, I started with that. No, for for three to four years. So that that that's one fight. Canelo had at that time. Canelo was fighting like two or three times a year, and every show uh, for the new fight, like what's up with the Charlo? What's up with Andre? What's up with Benavidez? Uh, your boy Ness. Your boy Ness had Canelo in the witness protection program, and all uh, y'all just Canelo haters. And all Canelo saying that these two need to fight before they fight me. And again, just to prove, Charlo only fought Jason Rosario, Tony Harrison, and Castanio twice. Those ain't big enough names. Those ain't tough enough competitors. And all of a sudden, now you picking Charlo over Canelo. You was protecting that dude because you're a man fan. Are you done? Giving you facts, yeah. <laughs> all right. Dropped and stopped. You're a nice guy, Chan. You gave him two free calls. Uh, yo, I love these guys, man. I mean, that's how that's how butt hurt they are. He took six minutes plus to talk about Canelo, not the topic. Well, I mean, because he thought he was hurting me. <laughs> you talked about Canelo the second call. The first call, he was really like talking and bro, going in on you. Bro, my man continued to beat on Canelo because he think he's hurting me. I ain't never seen motherfuckers more emotional than that. Like, mm-mm-mm-mm. Terrence Crawford them gave the worst ass whooping in boxing history. He done turned these dudes into something else. I'm just happy y'all call in here and put that craziness on fucking, it's like recorded. You feel me? Because it's like craziness. Canelo got a fight on September 30th. Tall was talking about Earl going into that fight being unprepared. And you want to talk about you think Ness is in love with Canelo. <laughs> and this is a guy that calls in 
Man, he been calling in for years, bro. Like, he got an intro that we stopped playing because, you know, some people, they was like, yo, you hear me, you hear me? They be, the connections is not perfect the way that we used to. When we first started, we just had a landline. Obviously, as we grow, we get all these different ways to call in to uh, make it easier for you, the listener. But that also, you know, puts us at the uh, mercy of the connectivity. So we lost, his J- we lost J. Will's intro. It's there, though. Like, this dude... It's been calling for any bit of 10 years. Mm. And that's what happens. When you see an ass whooping of the caliber of this Saturday night's ass whooping, you're like me, right? Where I said, moving forward, I will not question anyone and say, oh, they ain't been in that level yet. Right. You know what I mean? That's what that fight did to me. But that fight did to him is like, look, he, he he's searching for answers. He's searching for answers. And I get you, J-Will, man. It's all gonna, everything's going to be okay. It will all be revealed when Al Heyman creates the first ever three-time undisputed champ. So his resume is going to read who Al started with. I know the greatest is Floyd, but, like, it's you know what that resume is going to read? Like, the way we talk about Bob starting these fighters, you got to talk about Al finishing these fighters and putting them on a different stratosphere. And, I mean, now, I mean, there's going to be plenty of guys that he's started and finished. You get what I'm saying? I'm just saying, when it's all said and done, Crawford's greatest fights, biggest money fights, would have been without Heyman, what everyone has always said. Just saying. It's going to read that way. Why so serious, a.k.a. Jonathan Sims on the check-in. What up, though? Can you hear me? Loud and clear. All right, all right. So let me uh, get this started off right. So today's verse comes out of Proverbs chapter 19. Many are the plans in a person's heart, but it's the Lord's purpose that prevails. Sounds like he talking about Terrence Crawford to me. Um. So I guess we back on talking about the guy who got beat from pillar to post and i say that disrespectfully aka current pound for pound top 10 fighter and a lot of you guys is mine i guess but um and and one thing i want to say is those pay-per-view numbers i think didn't do a million because of earl spence i think his performance hurt them from breaking a million thresholds that's just my opinion though um some people probably ask for refunds and so forth and such because he got beat really bad. But that's still a top 10 pound for pound fighter, though, in, in some people's mind. But anyways, D. James, uh, a lot of people, you know, said what it was. And I agree with a lot of people. Um, the no fight before Bud, that was obviously a bad mistake on Earl Spark part. And Derek should have pushed for him to fight. I know he say no tune ups, but. The older you get and the more damage he was taking outside of the ring, drinking included, he, he's no longer a young man. So he definitely needed that fight before that fight. I don't know if it would have. None of these things would have changed the outcome. Like, like let's just be real. No, there was nothing he could have done. Like I said before, he could have had Jesus in his corner and he was still going to get Molly Wop. So, I mean, does Derek take some responsibility? I, I think so. I think he kind of got out of character. Um, trying to copy Bo Mack with a chant, talking about Bo Mack when previously he said 
you know, he he's not fighting, so why is he going back and forth? Then he did some weird shit talking about he his own competitor. To me, that's like when 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 a coach come on here and say, "Oh man, my fighter trained hard. He even brought his kids to the gym." I'm like, bro, that don't mean he trained hard. That just means he was being a good babysitter or a good father. It's not how you. Tra- it's not training. It's how you train. Like you got to be smart with the training. You can't just go out there and run five miles. Like you got to run it effectively. So. I just think Derrick James did do a lot of things that hurt Earl. Um, like one caller said, I think C-Dub said it, like in the corner, he was just saying like, step around him, step around him. And Earl was like, I know, I know I got to box him. And it's just like, but what does that mean? Like, like I felt like he should have said, let make him come to you and let's catch him in between shots. But, you know, it was just the same thing. It was just the same thing over and over and over. And we got what we got, one of the worst ass whoopings. That is it. They are waving it off. All right, Jonathan Sims, it is over. We going to Big Gucci Nick. Big Gucci Nick, what up? What up, what up, man? Shout out TBV. What's up? I don't hear uh, Ringwall Danny. Shout out Ringwall Danny. And shout out Jonathan Sims, man. Like, yo, that dude, I was him. I'm him, bro. Like, that's how I feel. Like, this got me so fucked up, bro. Like, after that loss that Spence took, bro, that beating, that was a beating, man. After that beating, I don't know what to think. Like, I feel the same way he felt, man. I'm kind of thinking, yo, I don't know shit about boxing. Like, anything can happen in boxing. But, yo, he was also right about all the factors before the fight, the accident, the injury. Because let's admit, like, even after all that, we ain't see a a decline in his performance. He's always had that aggressive style, man. And I don't think we should blame Derek James because, uh, that's just Spence's style, man. I didn't see him do anything different. Maybe he could have used some footwork, man. But that that loss can't take away all of Derrick James's accolades, man. Terrence Crawford, that was his night. But I just wish it didn't go like that, man, because now that beating. Yo, I was at the gas station asking people about this fight every time because I'm a boxing crackhead, right? I was getting <laughs> gas, right? And uh, I was like, I was like, bro, you saw the fight? And he's like, oh, no, I don't really watch boxing. And then I'm like, oh, okay. And then he's like, oh, wait, you talking about that one-sided ass whooping? I swear Get to God, bro. That, I promise you, the gas station clerk, he don't watch boxing, but he heard about the one-sided ass whooping that the past weekend. I'm like, wow, that's that's incredible, bro. That's so sad for Earl, though. Like, that's how he's going to be remembered. That dude that got the ass whooping, man. But shit. Yeah, man, but no, nah, I don't, I don't, wouldn't say Derrick James failed Earl, man. I just think they just need to come in with a, a game plan and make the game plan work. Like, don't stray from the game plan. Use the footwork and the head movement or whatever, man. But yeah, that's my call. Thanks for taking my call, and I appreciate you. All right, all right. Um, Who's next here? Elohim James, what I do? Yeah. What up? Fellas, what's happening? What's up with you? 
What up, champ? My boy. What's up with you, Danny? How you feeling, man? Man, I'm blessed, highly favored with a ball here. You head. already know. Ah, <laughs> with a ball here it is. <laughs> hey, yo. Listen, man, did y'all y'all heard uh Porter's interview when he when he said what he said about his pops, right? Uh yes. I seen that a couple days ago. He dropped that where he said, Oh, I ain't talk about this ever. I'm gonna tell you how I really Come feel. On. Yeah, 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 Come yeah, on. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. But, so pause but, there. But, but, hold on, hold on. All right, go for it. Hold on, hold on. Let me build. Let me build. Go for it. Okay, okay. So now you heard, did you hear Virgil uh, Hunter's interview with Phi Hype? Uh, you mean Phi Hub? Phi Hub, my bad, my bad. Phi um, Hub. Um, some of it, some of it, not all of it, not okay. all of it. Okay, okay. So a lot was alluded to training and fighter. So I'm building on them two interviews right there because they were from professional, a professional fighter and a professional uh, trainer, right? You got two different perspectives. Tarver comes in as a fighter slash trainer saying what he said. I got to say I 50% agree because I think it goes 50-50 because a, a fighter can say that his trainer, he don't believe in his trainer's game plan and and come up with his own style to think that you know will defeat the fighter in front of him, right? Mm -hmm. Then you'll have then you'll have a trainer that's saying you know all the right things, you know, but or not saying anything at all, you know. So it could go both ways, and I just think in this situation it, it kind of went both ways. Arrow seemed to like kind of want to do his own thing. We don't really know what Derek James was telling him in the corner. You know, he could have been telling him all the right things, but it's up to Errol to execute. And and I'm going to just say, I'm an Errol fan, and I got to lay it down. My boy got laid down in there, man. He got laid down like an old, old dog. Wait, you don't you me? mean man down? Man down. Oh, chill out, man. Chill out, Ness. You ain't, see, you like to kick the horse when he down Ooh, and stuff. Ooh, I'm just, I like, mean, yo, he like, He's so strong with that word. Hey, What's wrong hey, with me? Come on, man. So, hey, so now, now we can't say bomb <laughs> squad because he lost. Ness ain't no different than, Ness ain't no different than, than, than the Honorable Louis Farrakhan. Y'all heard him kicking Earl while he down. Uh, oh, yeah. Even Louis got on it, right? That's crazy. Bruh, but. Yo. <sighs> The word Come on is famous. Now. How can't we say man down in bomb is, squad now? Y'all terrible. It is. Who I'm just saying, man. You... Bomb squad. <laughs> you just. Nah. <laughs> it's timing, man. You, it's timing, yeah. bro. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you know. It's all good, though. It's all good because I'm not like, I'm not pressed like these other dudes on here coming on here making all these excuses. Arrow said ain't no excuses, so y'all got to say ain't no excuses. You feel me? Y'all not Arrow. Y'all didn't take that beating for real. Y'all didn't get the check he got for real. So y'all be easy. You know what I'm saying? Our man took a loss. It's man down season, okay? But it's the number one pound for pound. We got to give it to him. He he put on an excellent show. You know what I mean? Now, now the fight, the two fighters that you see on uh, Michael Benson's list, this this fight made number uh, six on his list for ticket gate sales, right, in Vegas. They're the only two African-Americans on that list, my nigga, that fought each other, that brought these numbers, man. You know what I'm saying? So that's a great thing, bro, for these little, uh, for these youngsters coming up, Devin Haney, Shakur, uh, Tank, 
Pocket, talk to me. What up, Ness? What up, Danny? What up with you? Hello? Hello? Uh, good, man. Um, now to take it back to 2023, that one caller had us in 2019 shit. Uh, yeah, for me, I, I definitely think Derek James has to take responsibility. I mean, it's almost as if there was no, they didn't really prepare for Bud. They just prepared like they usually do, like do the same thing, come forward. And um, one thing I noticed was, you know, they were talking about Spence's balance. You know, you see he's always off balance. And I don't know why, but I never really picked up on that before. And I went back, and even if you just watch, like, the PBC highlights of Spence versus Porter, Spence versus D DS Danny Garcia, Brooke, I mean, there's literally times in the highlights where the announcers are like, like Porter lands a left and Spence goes, falls into the ropes, almost falls down at another point. And I never noticed that before because, you know, Spence is always so dominant. And, I, and it tripped me out because I was like, damn, it's like Bud's team saw that and they capitalized on it because when Spence is off balance against Bud, Bud came around and got him with a counter. You know, and, and capitalized on the fact that he was so shaky. Um, but I don't know. That was just something I noticed. Um, All right, champ. Oh, I'm sorry. You still got time. No, no, no. Yeah, no, no, no. You still got time. You still got time. It's definitely been there, oh, okay. though. I mean, I feel like I've always noticed that he would kind of, like, lean in on his shots. Uh, we've yeah. talked about it before on the show. So, you know. It was just too much of a difference from what everybody was expecting in, in the skill level, truly. Oh, totally. And and even though Bud's known as, like, an, a great improviser, you know, he, like, you know, they say he's like a jazz musician. He can just improvise shit off. But the irony to me was that it was like Bud had a specific plan. Like, there was a specific plan for everything. And even, like, one of Bud's trainers, Red, said that they had specific, everything was planned out. Like the way it knocked Spence down, they planned for all the details of how, how Bud would move. And they even prepared Bud in a way like they never prepared him for another fighter. So to me, that says a lot. Whereas Derek James, it seems like he just went on like, oh, okay, you move forward and do the bully thing that Spence usually does. And they didn't try to account for you know, what Crawford is, is good at doing and taking that shit away, you know. But, but still, you know, it was a great fight. Certainly. Respect sure. to you guys. Appreciate Respect, you. champ. Appreciate you calling in. I got a cash app from Mike Hicks, $2. Earl got to get it back in blood. That's all. Boxing glove emoji. Mm. Uh, and on the Super Chats, we are... And we stopped at Ricky Orton. We got Average Boxing Fan back with another $2. He said, trainer of the year. Curse, the Ryan Garcia curse. Damn. Black Ice, 805 $2. Floyd was a troll for sure. What are you talking about? Oh, 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 to sell fights, to sell fights. Yes. You got to do that. You got to be entertaining before the fight, man. Yeah, I don't know, man. I feel like very few, at least 
at least in, in the last 20 years, very few have entertained the way Floyd has. Rod in the 870, $2 super chat. Tarver is ass for that take after one bad night. Clown emoji, red flag emoji, MD in Philly, counterpunch. What up? You never pressed one, but luckily I went looking for you. Oh, what up? Uh, what up, Danny? What you up, sent the up? counter, Again, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I sent the counter. My bad, yo. I'm driving. No Can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, oh, all right. That's what's up. No, I'm a, again. I'm a uh, Spence fan. I gotta keep it a bang. I watched the fight again. That Bud versus Spence fight again. That shit like a scary movie, man. That shit like a horror movie. Like when you're young and you're not supposed to watch scary movies, and your grandparents tell you, "Well, you get your ass on the bed anyway." Like I can't watch that shit again. That shit was a massacre. Yeah, terrible. But like I said, now nah, Spence still my god or whatever though. In regards to your uh, your your question. They both got to take blame for it. It's not just on Derrick James. It's also on Errol as well, too, though, because they got too comfortable. Like, when you talk about Keith Thurman, everybody laughs. But I wanted him to fight Keith Thurman just for the foot movement because the Porter fight, I went to the Porter fight in L.A. You could see glaring that just had problems when people just subtle movement to the left or right. He'd get all balanced, though. And Bud Team already knew that, though, because after the Ugas fight, Bowman was like, Spence ain't changed shit. Like, they already knew. Nothing was changed. So they already knew what they needed to focus on. And Derrick James, like, they all the callers keep saying, they just, the bully approach. And what happens with the bully approach, you walking forward to one of the best counterpunchers in boxing and not to catch the rat. They didn't respect Bud. Bud showed them you should have respect me. Mm. One of the best counterpunchers in boxing, y'all walk straight to him in a straight line. Bud. And Bud eyes, like people keep saying, was on the target. He on the target. He's right there on the target. And every time Spence with that shoulder roll that somebody else said that was correct. I think it was Ben Davidson. It was correct when Earl throws the loop in the left hand and then he comes down. He he zips down and then shoots the right hand to the body. They was already focused on that. He caught it with his hand. He had his high guard. He caught it. He caught the uh, the loop on left hand, and he already was prepared. And he caught the uh, the body shot, and then just countered him with the uh, with the jab that he told him to turn into a hook, and just countered him with the left. Like I said before, that Bud Spence uh, fight is like a horror movie. I don't want Spence to jump right back into another Bud fight. I want him to take a key fight, fight a mover first, and then spin the block and try to fight him again to pin up a better performance. It's been embarrassing all week for me. Every time I stop at a truck stop, they sent me the the Louis Farrakhan clip. They they remixed the clip on Bud was like, you gonna do the stinky leg? This shit is nonstop. Every time I listen to the boxing voice, I catch up on it. You gotta show my Earl getting his ass whooped. It's just been a tough week, man, I'm telling you. Like people that watch football, basketball, is like when they in the championship. It's been a tough week, man. I ain't gonna lie. I'm gonna keep it a bang, but great show. And I just gotta keep listening to this shit Cause that's what happens when uh, your team or your fighter lose. You got to deal with the backlash. But appreciate it. You got it, champ. Appreciate you. Nah, some of y'all been taking it well, man. I ain't gonna front. Stop like, the fight, and thankfully it is over. Cause sometimes, like when AJ lost, you know them fans disappeared. You seen what the Wilder fans did, and I ain't saying I ain't saying that the, the Earl fans not doing that. Cause obviously some of them is. You know, they're doing that. But, like, 
at least some people calling in and, and you know, they taking, they, they, they accepting guilt. You feel me? They accepting, like, yo, I was wrong. And take, that's how it should be. Take responsibility. It, taking it on the chin. On the chin, man. Listen, they human. I told you, I've been here before. You know, a lot of my favorites got clipped. You know, and by clip, I don't mean knocked out, but you know, they, they, they got knocked off that race. Yo, I'm so excited to talk to you, fams. Where'd he go? There he go. I'm so excited to talk to you, Oliver. I believe this is Oliver from Cincinnati that also is from the Bahamas, bro. He's been calling in for years. You ain't called in in years. And I mean years, but I think this is him. That's so dope. I always love to see y'all come right the fuck back. What up, Oliver? Is it is that you from Bahamas yeah, too, up, right? Yeah, it's me, Bermuda. Bermuda, Bahamas, same shit. That's dope. <laughs> what up, man? Yeah, yeah, it's been a minute. It's, it's been, been a minute. minute. I, um, look, I, I just have two things to say. Number one, salute to Earl Smith. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't really have to take the fight. You know, when I was calling Austin, AJ, um, AJ was ducking wild. You know, and um, here we have Earl Spence. He didn't have to take the fight. He could have went up to 154. He had the political capital. And so uh, if guys are going to take these fights after they get their ass booked, we got to still bank them. Otherwise, they're not going to do this shit. Wow. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm really grateful to Earl for taking the fight. And, um, I, you know, I think we need to fall back with the criticism on Derek James. The reality is Bo Mack was just a better coach. Uh, Terrence Crawford was a better coach. I mean, this guy has helped um, one of the Charlo Jamel become undisputed at 154. He's helped. Look, Earl Spence was patient as hell, and he was he was the dog and, and took the belt from Kell Brook. Um, I mean, he's done a lot of great things. 90 so just, seconds. Just because he loses one fight, even though he was dominated, it's a bit ludicrous to act as if that he's not a good trainer. He just has some areas to improve upon, both him as a trainer as well as uh, Earl Spence as a fighter. But um, the true testament is going to see how they come back. And so, um, damn, that they did the fight. And kudos to and kudos to Crawford. And that that relationship with Bo Mack, it was like a video game. Sixty seconds over the top. He does it, gets the knockout. He tells the catch and counter, does it, gets the knockout. It's, it was it was honestly reminded me of Barry Sanders um, in the NFL. That shit is like poetry or ballet or some shit. So, you know, kudos to both fighters. I just hope they all stay healthy. And uh, all of y'all stop hating on Spence. He got his ass whooped. But uh, I hope he comes back. Um, yeah, so that's that's my call. And thanks for putting on the show. All right, champ. <clears throat> Appreciate you, man. Yeah, man. We're going to take this moment to remind everybody of our lead sponsor, Kenichi Beer. Yes, Where are Kenichi's at? You ain't bringing a date? Ten seconds. We got a set right here. We got a set over there. And we got a set. And I got this dope video for you, what I tell you about them being our lead sponsor and how important it is for you to head on over to www kanichibeard.com that's spelled k-e-n-i-c-h-i-b-e-a-r.com once again our lead sponsor this young man Cardin started this company during COVID 
He uses the proceeds to get to his many amateur fights. Also, he's 18 now. He started when he was a underage teenager here, you know? So he's got this amazing business. He's connecting with so many fighters, sponsoring so many fighters. Remember, sponsoring means the fighters get a dollar percentage, you know, to yeah, help no, with camp paid. expenses, you know, to help with camp expenses and, 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 and many different things. He's sponsored the likes of Tank Davis, Shadeja Green, Franchon Cruz, Jalil Hackett. I mean, the list goes on and on. Your favorite fighters pretty much have a pair. The beauty is these double as a gaming headset. So if you got a PC, you got an Xbox, you got a PlayStation, you still can use these and attach the detachable mic to be on there gaming and talking some shh with your gaming pals. But it can go a step further. My truck drivers, my Uber drivers, my long road drivers that listen to the show, you can use this set to listen to the show. And when you want to call in, you already got the mic attached to it to get crystal clear quality. If you don't Ooh, believe yeah. me, if you don't believe me, listen to Mad Bent. 100 calls from Kansas City. He not only uses a pair, he's bought three pair, Dang. and he already super chatted this week that he's looking to get a, another pair for Christmas. But he wants to win that set because we do do raffles over here. But head on over to KenichiBear.com. That's www.K-E-N-I-C-H-I-B-E-A-R.com. Use the code TBV to get a discount Yo. and save. Yo, the champ, Alicia Bumgarner, tried him on at the appreciation night now. It's a pair on the way for her. Mm, there you go. So once again, head on over to Kenichi Bear. Use the code TBV. Get 15% off. Don't forget to tell them we sent you. And we're going back to our regularly scheduled show with Jay Swift in Dykeman. What up, Jay? Yeah. I personally don't think that we can blame Derek James because you gotta you gotta understand a lot of these fighters have regular lives and what they do in their off training time. Derek James is not nobody's mother, so you know he's just a trainer. So you you, you it's it's like they gotta come together and meet fifty fifty. For instance, Ness, I want to ask you a question. Is it possible? Because when I saw um, the the beginning of the fight, when I saw Errol Spence, didn't he look cut up and strong and very in shape? That's uh, my question to you, Ness. Andy. I mean, bro. Didn't he look strong and in shape? I, 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 yo, I mean, he, he didn't look drained to me. That's all I said, but I, they calling me that's, a hater that's for that. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. He looked strong and in shape. He looked at like the Arrow Spence that won 29 fucking fights, which went 29 and 0 or 28 and 0. Um, so now all of a sudden we want to blame it on everybody. But my thing is, is it my, another question I want to ask you? Is it possible for somebody to overtrain in training camp, and then when they get into the fight? Um, um, they start to dissipate by the second and third round. Is that possible? Is it possible for a fighter to overtrain? 
Yes, it is. Thank you. And this is something that can be possible with Errol's. And his name is not Earl. His name is Arrow. It's a it's it's two syllables. But anyway, um, this is possible when I look at the fight and I looked at the 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 output of of Errol Spence. I'm like, yo, he just could have just trained, overtrained, because he they was training in Texas. They trained or went all the way to uh, Vegas and they was training. It's possible. I mean, and how are we gonna look at Derek James? Out of a perfect record, he was they, they they were 28 and 0, and then he lost one fight, and y'all gonna say, oh, Derek James ain't shit. We need to get rid of him. What kind of people are we dealing? And I'll tell you what kind of people we're dealing with. It's this new generation of social media people that that have um, one thought, and then they start to to to, to, to express that thought. They don't even think about what they're saying. And then after it comes out their mouth, they're looking He's in to continue. Salute. Jay Swift, Dykeman. Salute, man. Thank you for choosing us to call in and uh, express yourself, man. Rocky in the 954. Tampa, what up? Nice, Danny. What's up, champs? What up, what up? Yo, listen, uh, Tarver, Tarver came down a little hard on Derrick James, man. I feel like um, Errol Spence has shown us in the past that he's a little hard-headed. So who knows what he taught Spence or told him to do. Errol was probably just being um, stubborn and doing what gave him all the other victories. Um, I know for me, personally speaking, when I was a kid and I was sparring and, and my coaches would tell me to keep my left hand up, I didn't listen until I got my ass whooped because I was winning. with I just did what I was comfortable to doing, what, what kept working. And then a loss made me reflect, and then I was like, hey, I should start listening. So I think maybe Arrow just wasn't doing everything that uh, his coach was telling him to do. And uh, for the rematch – I want to see the rematch. I just hope that they shake things up a little bit, you know. They say, uh, what's the definition of insanity is, is doing the same thing and, and expecting different results. So maybe get a, a physical, different physical trainer or bring somebody in to help Derek or just shake things up or, or even go whole camp somewhere different, not in Texas. Um, just to, that'll help sell it because it's a story and help uh, Arrow, you know, win the fight possibly, but I still got Bud. But uh, that's pretty much it, man. I appreciate you guys taking my call. All right, brother. Uh, we got, turn that signal off, champ. We got a brand new call in the 240-240-240. This is Marilyn. Who's this? Two four zero, DC Maryland area. Yeah, hello. Yes, sir. Yeah, I, I, I think. Uh, What's your name, champ? You you can't. Can you hear me? I hear you perfect. I need your name. CJ. CJ, go for it. Yeah, I, I think. Um, 
it, it just was what it was, though. Like, uh, uh, Terrence Crawford was, you know, uh, like years ahead of Earl Spence, and I'm an Earl Spence fan. Um, when you go back and, and you look at, uh, you know, fights when they made to be what they are, you back go back and look at Canelo versus Floyd, right? People thought that Canelo was going to go in there and be able to do what he do with, you know, previous opponents and stuff like that. Uh, Cotto, uh put on a um, a better ass whooping on Floyd than what Manny Pacquiao did. Uh, it just showed that, you know, uh, Earl Spence just wasn't ready. All right, champ. You got more time, or is that it? Uh, no, I mean, they, they, I mean, you, you go back and look at the media day. Uh, um, Derek, uh, Derek James, when he was doing the pad, when he was doing the uh, the pad work with Earl Spence, he had clocked him. Uh, I don't know if you uh, seen that or not, but he had clocked him, and it was like a delayed reaction when he had uh, put up his his guard to, to block that. Uh, that 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 punch he was throwing on the pad work, and if you look and go back and you look at Terrence Crawford's uh, pad work, they was practicing that 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 spirit jab that that he was throwing in in the second round. Now I hear you, man. Everybody's so saying that. All, like uh, I think all in all, I think uh, they just they just did their homework. I don't know if you know uh, they took Earl, I mean uh, Terrence Crawford lightly, but they 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 did their homework. And you can't do nothing but applaud uh, uh, Terrence Crawford for, you know, that, that masterpiece, that clinic that he put on because he didn't uh, – he, he showed boxing skills and, and he put an ass whooping on Errol Spence just, you know, just outboxing him. Agreed. Can't disagree with you, champ. Yeah, but, I mean, that, that's all I got to say. Uh, all right. All right. Well, let me see what we got here. If you're watching this on YouTube, go ahead and smash that thumbs up. It's going to help with the visibility of the show. We make are sure, back. Make, a, make sure to drop us a five-star rating on iTunes as well. Yes, sir. Number We're, one. Uh to keep us number one on yes, iTunes. Yes, to keep us number one on iTunes. I do want to uh, send my condolences, Ness, and prayers out to the Caputillo family as uh, Father Javier Caputillo, uh, Don Caputillo, has passed away. So we're going to do a 10 count for him. Yep. Mm, damn, that's not what I wanted to show. Fuck. Oh, here we go. Shout out to Javier, the uh, son. Obviously, 
He is a uh, avid listener of this show. Super chats often, communicates with me often, and uh, I know this is a tough time for him. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, the Javier that passed is the former trainer of Margarito. Correct. Yeah, correct. So. Shout out to Javier and obviously Jorge Capotillo, who is the cousin. You know, that's all, they all family. But uh, we'll be back today at 10.45 Pacific Standard Time, which is 1.45 Eastern, 12.45 Central for the betting show, which is YouTube members only live. And then after that, the MP3 gets uploaded to our Patreon plus the betting slips on what we picked. Remember, don't just follow the betting slip. You got to listen to the show. Charles Smith with a $5 super chat says, Bud Jab was like a power punch. Too fast, and Spence couldn't do nothing with it. I think that mentally defeated Spence. Outclassed. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I thought that, you know, that's what came into play in terms of mentally being defeated is it's tough to keep trying and, and and things going wrong you know and he kept trying so that had to be tough but we're back hour and a half Peace. 90 minutes 10:45 pacific 145 eastern arriba dirge Peace.